in 2012, writer Jason Aaron embarked on a quest to reshape the God of Thunder for the modern age. Together with superstar artists like Isad Ribic, Russell Dodderman, and more, Aaron would take readers on a journey into mystery, and the mightiest Avenger would never be the same. The Geeksplained Book Club proudly presents The Days of Thunder. Welcome back to the best book club in the multiverse. This is the latest session of the Geek Explain Book Club and part seven of the Days of Thunder, where every single Friday I, alongside my fellow Warriors 3, are going through every single issue of every single volume of Jason Aaron's Thor. This week... We are tackling the rise of the War Thor, the rage of the Mangog, and the death of the mighty Thor. I am your host, Eric Zana, and I'm joined by the only two men who I would stand next to as we faced down the absolute terror that is the Mangog and the end of all things. Uh, first off, he is the all-seeing eye. It is Jacob Brown. Ah, true believers. And he is the man who survived the firebombing of Muspelheim, Malcolm Russell Nelson. <laughs> I said I wouldn't cry, but here I am crying. <laughs> so we're going to have a lot of fun this week. <laughs> yeah, this <He's> was... <laughs> So yeah, uh, this is a, this is going to be an emotional week. This was a lot. <laughs> this is we are covering issues twenty through twenty three, and seven hundred through seven hundred six, as well as the one shot Mighty Thor at the Gates of Valhalla of the Mighty Thor. This is the end of the Mighty Thor, the end of Jane Foster's time as the Mighty Thor, and this was a lot. This was a ton of emotion. It's Lots. Not of, it's not fair. It's not fair. <laughs> um, but what it is, is a lot of good stories. Um, just the absolute biggest left turn that I've seen for a character. I remember when this is coming out month to month, reading through the saga of the War Thor and just being absolutely like sideswipe. I was ben Grimm and his brother coming up behind him going it's clobbering time and whacking me upside the head <laughs> I with, love that with the back. reveal of yeah. the... <laughs> it literally oh never gets old oh it's never God. gonna get old for the rest of my life um sorry real quick sidebar do you guys remember like three weeks ago we were talking about jason siegel being the thing i know was... we and then now that's a fucking rumor that that's a thing we oh we need to get compensated for that marvel did we make that happen like... i think we've made that happen so I saw that online. Yeah. I was like, oh my god did we... <laughs> 
listeners just so you know as we're recording this uh sdcc is has not like dropped any big reveals we are still on day one they just kicked things up i don't think the big mcu panel is until what saturday saturday it's usually saturday all h so as we are dropping this episode uh big hall h is tomorrow so we'll find out by next week what's gonna happen baby um but if Jason Siegel does end up being the thing. We deserve compensation. Yes, I, 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 I am going, I am going to take the queen of cinders approach to Twitter and burn it down. If we do not get proper credit for calling that. I forgot we get to talk about how hot the queen of cinders is. Oh my God. <laughs> she's mad just just, just wait just wait <laughs> just wait uh that's gonna be our segment coming up in the sauna with malcolm russell nelson sweating it sweating it. <laughs> sweating it with malcolm russell nelson the podcast within a podcast where malcolm simps for the queen of cinders uh, stay tuned for that later but um. Yeah, uh, so we are we are covering a lot this week. Uh, let's yeah. just go ahead and dive into this. Um, we'll be covering as we have been throughout uh, the artists as we come to them. Mm-hmm. And so uh, just to give them each a proper spotlight, because I think that's the right way to do it. So let's just dive into this. So we are kicking things off with chapter 20, Baptism by Fire. Now, real quick. Before we get into this, Jacob, yeah, we talked about this last week because Malcolm and I have been sitting on this Warthor reveal. We've been sitting forever on this because I knew you'd love it, and I was so excited <laughs> when you were like, you "Is the Warthor Balder?" And I'm like, "What? <laughs> 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 he has no idea." So uh, once we get close. into this, it was close though. I I'm very to excited to see what you think about this. This was in like uh, this came out of yeah. This this was this, this was big, clobbering this, time. This was clobbering, this was clobbering time, time for me. Time. This was clobbering this time for me. Clobbering time. That's, That's gonna be my thing. shorthand forever. <laughs> the new shirt. Is this was like like time. when you, and it's just like a picture of kid Ben Grimm with a hand <laughs> next to it. <laughs> it's it's clobbering time. It's in mid slam slapping him. Yeah. It's yeah. Just from the side of the head, just an open hand slap to the side of the head. Yeah. That's gonna be my shorthand for any time I'm blindsided by a twist. It's this with the mouth like, like being pushed to the left. Yeah. yeah. Just going like from the force, you know? <laughs> That's what it has to be. So uh we pick up in Nidavalir, the home of the dwarves. Where we have three envoys from the Congress of Worlds. Our girl Roz Solomon. Yeah, baby. Representing Midgard. Uh, I forget his name. Uh, Milkmane. Lord yeah. Milkmane. Yeah. Uh, representing yeah. Alfheim. And of course, Lord Volstag of Asgardia. More on him later. As they arrive in Nidavellir, they find that there are refugee camps of light elves who have escaped Alfheim and are seeking sanctuary. Um, we get this really just really awful in retrospect but really sweet moment with uh volstag showing up to these kids with this giant sack of food because he's volstag and that's what he does and the kids are like sir are you going to eat this oh you they going oliver to twist the, the hell out oliver of twist this thing <laughs> and volstag's just like i mean yeah i was gonna i was 
Yeah, you guys should have it. Which is sweet because Volstag is the heart of the Warriors three. Always has been, always will be. He's and the oath. He's the lovable one. The lovable all of oath. a sudden, they hear this sound before the refugee camp is firebombed by Muspelheim fire demons. Um, this again just came out of nowhere. This yeah. is like a very specific like Vietnam analogy. <laughs> Like yeah, one hundred percent. It's very interesting. It's very Vietnam. This was like a this was like a scene for Platoon, man. That's what kind of freaked <laughs> me the fuck out. It intense. was it was so intense. Like you couldn't like getting into it. I was just like, oh man, we're just jumping. I was like, oh, we're jumping into the War of the Realms right now. That's what's happening. That's it's, what's gonna happen right now. It's one of those things where like you know you often forget that like it, it's kind of like Star Wars. You forget that Star Wars is literally a war. You know, yeah. and you get that the War of the Realms is literally a war, and then you get this, and it, it's just a straight up war. Like, yeah. <laughs> this is war tactics. Seriously. So it's nuts, man. Like, it's... yeah, everyone's just being firebombed. It's just, it's going off. Uh, Volstagg kind of comes to and notices that everything's just been burned down. Everyone's kind of gone. The kids, the kids are there. And so he's got to take the kids up with him. You know, uh, he he's like, all right, well, let's let's not worry about the food. Like the food's burned away, but let's not worry about the food. Tries calling Heimdall, he's not coming, uh, which is really unfortunate. Yeah. Uh, so he grabs the kid. Like, I I kids are an interesting thing. I don't love kids, but I kind of <laughs> like being around kids. Um, this is like upsetting. Like to read this with the kids, like these kids feeling very real kid of them being, you know, like, oh my God, like I can't breathe. Like I want my mom. It's like, oh, do we have any food? Like Mr. Vote, like, can, can you help us? You know, and he's yeah. just trying to manage all these kids. Like he's clearly overwhelmed, even though Volstagg canonically has like a bunch of kids. Yeah. He's it, clearly it, overwhelmed, but he's the right person for this job. You know, this kind of reminded me, this is a very interesting pool, but it's very like, um, uh, it's also a dark pool. Uh, this reminds me of the scene from the Twilight Zone movie where uh, uh, um, the guy is taking these two Vietnamese kids across the water, escaping from this burning village. Oh and my everything god! Like yeah. that. Yes, that's kind of what this moment felt for me because the yeah. the real the behind the scenes moment of that moment is is terrible and terrifying. But but in the in the movie itself, this just mirrored this moment so much for me, and it just like it's always been like a stigma in my mind. So this, so the fact that we're starting off our whole story with this, is is just telling you where we're taking off for the rest of the story. Yeah, that's a good call. Wow, yeah. a very specific pull from Jacob Brown. I love it. <laughs> Thank you. It's, it's very it's very specific. Very specific. Kids been <laughs> lately. Uh, go check out the Twilight Zone movie. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's kind and of wild. It's it's really wild. And go go find the history behind making that movie because that's even wilder. It's even wilder. Like yeah. that is a crazy time. Crazy time for that movie. That movie was cursed. <laughs> definitely cursed yeah uh so cutting back we we cut back to we we should also mention uh the volstag scenes here are drawn by valerio skidi okay uh, who is it's interesting is like a very big time like prolific artist at marvel now uh it's literally drawing marvel's big event right now which started yesterday uh avengers x-men eternals colon judgment day 
um oh, she's like a big time artist now uh which is super interesting like looking at this and looking at his current stuff like it's very different uh he's definitely refined a lot in the last like several years um nice. and that's nothing against this like this is still very good looking cartoon this is very good i love his um his uh, effects in this in these um in the in his drawings like yeah. here like the the, the fire and the the, the yeah, fire the and everything looks really like real like um, yeah this is something really real to it which is awesome uh yeah the coloring and the lighting of it is just making it feel like i can feel that i can feel that bomb just hitting next to me <laughs> yeah kind yeah. of amazing um good so then we go back to old asgard uh drawn by russell dodderman uh and we see uh <laughs> so this is this is right after uh at the end of the last volume Jane or Mighty Thor tells uh Odin's son what's going on. Uh and so now we're on old Asgard. Uh Jane's coming through the portal. Uh and you, you see the you see the ultimate Mjolnir there. Uh and uh she's looking for she's looking for the Odin son to talk to him. Says, Listen, I know you're angry. And he's pissed. He's yeah. pissed. He is pretty pissed about this. <laughs> Why didn't you tell me you, you took my hammer? His, took my hammer. His, his response to her when she's like, please let me explain, is like the cattiest, like, what is there to explain, Senator Foster? Or should I call you the mighty Thor? Like, <laughs> like he is, his ego is so bruised by this. <laughs> and it's kind of delicious. Yeah. Uh, a thing I appreciate with the movie is just... Uh, that weird relationship between yes uh the odin son and mjolnir and yes. stormbreaker yes. <laughs> i, I liked that, it i, I liked think that it might be the gold one thing. gag but uh, the fact that they made it like a legit like love triangle really like weirded me out i i love that i love because this is his old too. partner it's like it's his old ah. partner from the force you yeah. know who's now with someone new and he's just like oh and someone you're with is my ex that's weird <laughs> it's my two exes got together and it's odd <laughs> when, he's, when he's like summoning he's summoning the the hammer and he's and then the the, 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 the that was the, the only time i thought like, it was funny what? so funny <laughs> that was the only time i thought it was funny and then they kept doing they did that gag like three more times there was, was a like, shot later where like stormbreakers like in the corner like kind of leering that was so funny. I think it's time for your first beer and just like pouring it onto it. And you can hear the like the hammer, the the what is it, Stormbreaker just going, ah. That was way funnier than the goats. Like I didn't think the yes. goats were funny. You know what? I, I disagree. I thought the goats were hilarious. Oh, really? So we're just gonna have to agree to disagree on what's oh, funny. But you know well, what I do appreciate? <laughs> Daddy Thor. Daddy yeah. Odinson is drawn impeccably in this. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. He's hot. He's hot. Look at that beard. Well, that, that chest trying to burst through that, that shirt, man. Yeah. Mm. That's like, that's what's happening. He's got a hairy ass chest. It looks he's good got, though. He's got the V chest. Yep. Yep. He's got that V chest, baby. V chest, baby. It's so they're, deep. They're, that's a they're deep talking v. it out a little bit, uh, which is nice. They're at least talking it through. Um, Jane's, you know, talking about, talking about the other, the other hammer, you know, um, she brings up, you know, his his adventures in the unworthy Thor, 
you know, uh, which is interesting that she knows about this. It's it's very interesting how she knows because I don't really see him telling her. <laughs> she was like, "No, I heard about it. You know, I heard about what's going on," which I guess means that Bill was blabbing. Yeah, and I like well, the idea of Beta Ray Bill just being a gossip and being like, "Oh my god, you wouldn't believe what this bitch did." <laughs> <laughs> I think that's really funny. Oh my god! <laughs> like, oh my god! Did I tell you about my bestie? Oh fuck! Do you should have heard what Thor went through? You know that Bill told. Sif and Sif told Volstag and Volstag told everybody. Like, yeah. <laughs> I think that's really funny. It's just a rumor. Rumor has it. <laughs> oh man. That's so fucking funny. I love that. I love that idea. I was also thinking like maybe she'd like connect. I don't know, like just connecting to Munir that it's just like the force where she just connects to all of the yeah, it's uh, just all Asgardian things you know like stormbreaker and like mjolnir and all and this hammer this hammer too you know yeah. i just yeah it's possible know. probably um but they're talking about you know jane's fate a little bit uh and as they're talking boom the ground is shaken by mjolnir landing uh i believe you mean thum there is a thum there is there is a proper thum uh and mjolnir lands and uh Jane senses that there's trouble in Nidavellir. Um, and she goes to grab the hammer and faints. <laughs> and what I find really, really interesting, besides like the absolute incredible framing of this panel with the two different Mjolnirs at the bottom of the page, is this is kind of the first, at least for me, this was kind of the first inkling of the, uh, the addiction Yes, treatment yeah. that yes. Mjolnir is very heavily given in the in this whole big volume, um, which we're going to talk about more later. But I just thought it was very interesting. Um, but yeah, we cut back over to uh, Nidavellir. It is in flames, and the flames just have picked up very quickly. Oh yeah, oh yeah, it's bad. It's a lake of lava. We have we have made our way to uh, Mustafar, and this whole <laughs> this whole realm is now just looking for high ground, and we see Volstag with these kids trying to get them to safety. He doesn't know where he's going. You know the kids are lost. He's lost, but he's finally like he's trying to keep them calm and he's trying yeah. to take care of them and keep their spirits high when all of a sudden he sees some of these uh fire demons and i kind of i really appreciate the treatment of making the fire demons almost insectoid in i design. love that they're mm -hmm. yeah because it's that. not something that i would have thought of going into this but i think it's a really interesting take it makes this very much like the annihilation wave Yes, one hundred percent. It's 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 a magical version of the of the annihilation, wave, which totally the annihilation is. wave is so terrifying. Yeah. Which, if you haven't lately, listeners, go read Annihilation. Annihilation. It drives. Annihilation conquest. Annihilation conquest. Drive. It totally it, steams. It drives all right. Yeah. What? It stings. Is that what you said? Sting. That's good. That's yeah. Because they're Sting. bugs, right? They it stings. I said stings, oh. but it, but stings works well too. Oh, I just figured you were a fan of only murders in the building. <laughs> I just figured you were a fan of the police, the band, not the organization. 
Yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, because I mean, fuck the organization. Yeah, of yeah. course. Absolutely. But also um, fuck the band. <laughs> I mean, you can if you want. Yeah. The Volstag and the kids are, they come upon the scene of the fire demons, like laying waste Nidavellir. And all of a sudden, they see that they have these maggot bombs. And Jesus. Oh, one of the fire demons sees them, punctures the maggot bomb, and it explodes. And we see the aftermath of Volstag just these kids are dead. It's the shoe. It's yeah. It's, it's the, the shoe. Li- it's the little elven croc that really <laughs> little elven croc that was bought at Alfheim Journeys. It's re- it is upsetting. Because you know they got that on the Saturday sale. You know they got that on the Saturday sale. Two pairs for twenty bucks. That's so funny. They had to go to that strip mall that you have to drive out of the city to go to. Basically, oh my god, it was a day trip. Yeah, it was a day trip. trip. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. But those things will last you for a hundred years. That's why it's the only thing that survived the fire. Well, you know, (laughs) that's what happens. It's like I'm going on a train and all of a sudden I make the left turn and I can't stop myself from saying it. I I saw you trying to scoop the words back into your mouth. I'm like, no, 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 (laughs) no, no. no, no. (laughs) How's that foot tasting for you? (laughs) It tastes like tiny Crocs. (laughs) 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 Oh, God. So we cut back to he the. Shouldn't, uh, for, for, let's be real. Like Voltstack shouldn't have stand, stand so, stand so close to. God me. damn it! <laughs> <laughs> um, so we cut back to the rest of the gang who have been separated from Volstag and formerly the kids, and they are like <laughs> making their way through this uh, this mountain path. When all of a sudden they come upon a scene. And this is the most haunting shit I have seen this far. Yeah. Because it is explained in the caption boxes that Muspelheim fire eats through literally anything. Anything and everything. There's nothing that it can't burn through. However, there is one thing that stops it. There's one thing that can shield against it. Fire goblin blood. And we find Volstag covered in it he Mm -hmm. slaughtered all of the fire goblins after those kids died and it is a haunting scene that they come upon the fact that volstag has a berserker rage in him that volstag has this anger in him it's terrifying yeah it's terrifying and that is that is the whole point of this that is so scary like i that this guy is like just known for like his his warmth and his like and his friendly demeanor that to see him completely turned around by this is it's so shocking it's so it's so sad yeah and it's it's the caption box for me it's like uh fire goblin blood though in the mind of volstag he's still burning and he will always be burning it's like (laughs) uh, it 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 speaks to very much to the allegories of for the realms of it being a legit like this is war trauma this is ptsd this is going to sit with volstag for the rest of his life um and then we cut to a very familiar scene 
a scene not this not too uh too unfamiliar from part five where on old asgard volstag arrives via the bifrost and comes upon the ultimate mjolnir and we find out that it was a volstag who picked up the hammer and became the war thor and let me just say this war thor design fucks oh yeah yeah it's so good this is norse mythology thor oh yeah this yes, big old bushy red it's just beard, Norse mythology thor jacked mm-hmm. the gills if you are going to be playing as you should god of war ragnarok later this yep. year this, this is, is the thor this yeah. is the thor that you should be expecting <laughs> I, I kind of love the uh, Max Fury Road uh, like gauntlets on his on his hands, you know, with the yeah, spikes. The big old out. spikes. Yeah, I think that's really dope. That's yeah, the so spiky cool. knuckle dusters. It's, it's so cool. cool. Um, so, and we already mentioned this, but just Valerio Shidi doing the absolute most. Like, we are about super to interesting. See, yes. Yeah. Not the not the artist I expected. No. A a a. An unexpected surprise, but a welcome one. Yes. I uh we we cut to chapter 21 entitled appropriately The War Thor. And maybe this is because I have recently been watching Stranger Things Volume 4. But the opening of this really just it drives. It drives all night. We cut to Nidavellir, where it is still covered in molten lava. Mm-hmm. The uh, it is still under siege. In fact, the so dwarves are tr- are defending with their giant ass cannons. Yeah, uh, against the siege of the fire goblins, and all I could hear in this is. Oh my god! Yes. Is this the? Is this what I think it is? I hope it's the song. It's actually might not be the song you're thinking of. I is it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. So the best going, song from them. It's, it's the best. So journey good. This is the t- yeah. This is the t- the trailer song. I was so up for this. Um, I yeah, love this the, song. It's a good remix that they do, drawing I, it out. Absolutely yes. agree. <laughs> Yeah, it's Broken it's a really good remix. And like the the fire is raging and all of a sudden it starts to rain. And the oh, dialogue yeah. where they're like, is it raining? And they're like, no. It it can't be raining. No rain can cut through the fire of Muspelheim. As things are burning, they all of a sudden hear a foom. <laughs> That's yeah, the dramatic tension me. that they build up in this mix is like really good. It's so good. That's the okay. best part of the whole season. Is literally just hearing this version of the song. Like, uh, I just got to this part. Yes. Yeah, like that's it's, why it was it's so. It's the best part of the whole season. Yeah. So prepare the... yourself. And we see the fucking War Thor. Like it is so gripping cool. the handle of Mjolnir, like Dude, double fisted, two handed. Like, you yeah. feel two handed, and you can see that he is there to kill things. Yeah, 
and I love the response. They're like, that's a big flaming dwarf. I love it. <laughs> oh, I love that they replace fuck with like flaming. That is yeah. my yeah. favorite thing in this whole book, too. It was just saying, uh, yeah, that's because you're a flamer. And I'm just like, what? <laughs> so, I'm so, like, is that? That feels it like came a slur. Up a, uh, it came up a little homophobic. Yeah, I was just like, what? And I was like, ooh, ooh, that's a little, that's a little harsh there. He just told her. Yeah, they're being homophobic against their own kind. <laughs> it's so kind of funny a little bit it's almost it's like it's almost like being homophobic against someone of your own species is just wrong hmm. interesting yeah. interesting yeah. Hmm. Hmm. uh so anyway uh the war thor absolutely bodies these poor fire goblins <laughs> summons up this gigantic as we come to learn bloodstorm oh, which i think is the dopest shit the page turn on this and seeing just the Warthor's jacked arms. Yeah. It is. Yeah. Incredible. Just, just bodies flying around yeah. everywhere. Him just, yeah, a, just raising them up. Him being the eye so of the storm. Sick. Oh, and man, this line so where he's like, sick. You wanted war, did you not, sons of Muspel? I will be your war. Like, no. oh my See, god, he's got, to, he's got to sound way more gritty than that, bro. He's got to sound go for angry. it, go for it. I know you can bring the grit, do it. You wanted war, did you not, sons of Muspel? I will be your war. There it is. That's oh, the one. Some, something like he's oh, got to be like mad aggressive sounding. Like he's got to sound like just unbridled rage. Like that's that's legit. Like that's the Warthor's theme in my head. Now. That's a perfect call. <laughs> it's yeah. so like, uh, and we're going to get into it again in a little bit. But like the, the musicality of it, just like with the booming like instrumental behind it as he's just fucking cleaving things. No, and you can see. God, I can't. Keep it it's so Sorry, good. <laughs> and you see that he's using it not just as a hammer, but as an axe. He's cleaving yeah. things with. Yeah. He's using it properly. And then he's attacked by Ulik and the Enchantress, who yeah. have come to observe. And then they they do not take him seriously. They're like, uh, Enchantress, even go just hits below the belt, going, "Give my regards to Thunderstrike." Absolutely. I love that. Thunderstrike. <laughs> I love that. And she shoots a bolt at him and he and blocks he it with me on there. And she's like, wait a second. He deflected what? my magic? <laughs> and then he goes in for the punch. Oh, this is so good. And breaks his knuckle duster on his beard. He's like, what? What is. What the hell is that beard made of? <laughs> like, and then counters and, with a spike like glove back yeah, to him. He just goes, you know what's so under my beard? Sick. Another fist. And he just punches him. <laughs> <laughs> like oh, I man. I would genuinely and I and of course we don't, but I would genuinely love just a 12 issue maxi of the Warthor. Because there's so much that you could tell with this character. Can I can I like, can I please. make a comparison right now? Please do it. Jason Aaron's Warthor is very similar to another Jason Aaron character who or another character that Jason Aaron writes very well oh, and shares good. a very similar story. And that is the Punisher. Oh, he's just yeah. the Punisher. Yeah. yeah. You're not wrong. Like he's literally just the Punisher. And it's kind of perfect. 
and that Especially, book would just be the Punisher of the War of the Realms, which would be awesome. I am down for it. <laughs> that would be tight. Personally. That would be tight. Okay. Yeah. And I think it, it hits even harder because of the switch of this being Volstag. Yes. Because we know we that know this is the most caring person. But yeah. he's finally like been he able to tap in. And yeah. He's broken by it. Yeah. Yeah. And he's, this is ve- this is very um I, I just I, I've been meaning to, I just realized this is like this is very this is the war doctor this is basically just absolutely John it yes. is it is very so war doctor it's so very I was much what it is wanting to see if you would make that comparison because it is very, very war much. doctor yeah, and that I, he's very scary I I kept hearing John Hurt's voice as as this character by you know the way. what <laughs> it would have been great. that's a that's a good call. John Hurt is great. a good call for this. He yeah. has that gravel. He has it's... that gravel, and especially like older John Hurt, like uh-huh. War Doctor John Hurt. Uh-huh. He has that gravel. Yeah, well, and if if you, Malcolm, you might remember this. Jacob, you wouldn't. Um, one of the teaser images for the cover to this showed the War Thor with a white beard. Mm-hmm. So there oh. were people who were like, "Is this Odin?" Mm-hmm. I thought now. going in, I thought it was going to be Odin. I did too, which would have been really interesting, especially in hypotheticals. If the Mighty Thor had been Freya, yes, yeah, the parallel yes. of that would have been incredible. Oh, yes, I think if if the Mighty Thor was Freya, then War Thor would have been Odin. Ooh, I think 100%. that's absolutely that would have been happened. so good. Oh, yeah. So War Thor absolutely kicks the shit out of everyone. <laughs> yeah, and there's a moment when he's separated from the hammer. Where he suddenly almost snaps back and volstag's like i i have to stop this killing this is not who who am i and then he grabs the hammer again and all of a sudden he's back to war thor and it's this and that's when the music kicks up again it's like yeah just a lightning raging around him and it's it's wild and you see Roz arrive on the scene and this is terrifying because I thought Roz you need to get the fuck out of there <laughs> Roz go 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 turn and that turn that flubber powered car out of here flubber powered car <laughs> <laughs> fuck off. be real let's be real that's what these cars are all fuck fueled off. by oh my god <laughs> they're all fueled by flubber Robin Williams is a founding member of shield fuck off <laughs> Uh, yeah, that's yes. that's who Robert Redfield had to come in to replace. You know, that. <laughs> we all know that. We all know that. That's um, amazing. I think the world would have exploded if we heard Robin Williams say "Hail Hydra." That oh. shit would have destroyed everything. Oh yeah, that would be awesome. You live in the darkest timeline sometimes, Malcolm. Yeah, and I appreciate that about you. What can I say? So um, dark times, baby. Red for war. Ro- Roz Solomon is just like. <laughs> uh what the fuck is this who the fuck are you and he gives himself away very quickly i kind of appreciate that there's no like there's no hiding it there's no mystery right. mm-hmm. because there's he no is who he is straight into it but all he is now is just war no he's just straight up just like oh the screams and she's like what he's like no storm is loud enough to drown out the screams the screams are the children as they burned in my arms like <laughs> And she's immediately, awesome. and the thing she is, the thing she like, is what clues her in. She's like, the beard. The beard. <laughs> <laughs> he says that beard. Are you Senator Volstag? Like that's the thing that clues her in. Yeah. It wasn't the children. 
It wasn't anything else. It was just the beard. The fire Fear the burning. Beard. The fire she started. The queen. Queen of cinders. Where do I find the Muspelheim? She's like, Volstein, wait, no! He's like, war is coming to the land of fire. Someday love will find sick. you. <laughs> like, just, oh, it's so sick, cool. Dude. So, uh, back in Asgardia, we see that uh, Odinson has rushed Jane to the healers, and then we see that Mjolnir has been following them. The I love the tension that he has with Mjolnir now. And I love that he no loops. longer wants Mjolnir. He's pissed at Mjolnir. He's because like, no, he sees fuck you, it go as away. this thing that's killing his friend. Yeah. His 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 lost love. And yeah. he's like the no. one who got and away. I, I love the shit. That. I love the shit out of him like yelling at it. Like yeah. you stay the fuck away. Like get out of here. You're the reason she's like this. And she's she can't let it go. Uh-huh. And she's like she reaches for it. She's like, there's there's trouble. She, and she reaches the moment she touches it turns to the mighty thor and flies away and i oh man and i love the fact that it again like we get to see that this is almost an addiction for her that she cannot yeah. quit jane's because, addiction j- fuck i didn't make that connection god mm-hmm. damn jane mm-hmm. addiction um, jane addiction. Uh. addiction it's like it's crazy because again we talk about how and we've mentioned before how mjolnir never talked to odinson this way no it never spoke to him like this. He even mentions that earlier yeah. when the hammer shows up on old Asgard and she's like, oh, it's telling me Nidavellir, I need to go. <laughs> and he's like, wait, did, you said it told you that? <laughs> like, what the fuck? <laughs> what the fuck do you mean? It's a hammer, dude. <laughs> <laughs> so chapter 22, A Fistful of Brimstone. Just the most wonderful title. Yeah. Can I say? Yes. Uh, we cut to Muspelheim and we are introduced to Cinder, Queen mm. of Muspelheim, which means it's now time for our podcast within a podcast. What did you call it, Malcolm? Uh, fuck, I don't remember. In the sauna? <laughs> sweating, it. sweating it. Sweating it. Sweating, oh, sweating, it. sweating, sweating it, it with Malcolm Russell Nelson, where he simps for, for Cinder, Queen of Muspelheim. Malcolm, you have, let me get this here, uh, 30 seconds on the clock. I only it's... need five. Okay, so you have 10 seconds on the clock to cut the difference. Go. I want her to burn the shit out of me. I want to walk away looking like a burnt husk. (laughs) And he still had four seconds left, so that's all it takes. Um, That steams. That really steams. That steams. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Uh, Mm. We find that Cinder is in a meeting with Malekith and Loki. And I I love the subtle, like, the subtle, the subtleness to uh, Larry Sheedy's art, where Loki isn't wearing his trench coat, yeah, because it's hot. Because it's hot. He's yeah. a frost giant. <laughs> it's hot. <laughs> but they're making their deals. They're basically saying, "Look, this is uh, we got a, we got a lot of stuff going on, so we need your help." And she's like, "Yeah, whatever." And all of a sudden, again, we get this. On the outside, it starts to rain, and is. What is this? This liquid falling from the sky? Doesn't taste like melted flesh. Maybe there's a dragon up there crying. Must be a whole lot of flaming dragons. This, I have heard of this. I believe it is called rain. Rain? It doesn't rain in Muspelheim. Must be a dead frost giant called the firmament. 
Does anyone else hear that rumbling? And all of a sudden, there's a flood. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> all of a sudden, we have transported ah! into Ultimatum. And... <laughs> and... <laughs> and the realm of fire is flooded in this torrential rainstorm. And I just, I fucking love it. I love seeing the Warthor at the height of his power. He has come to bring war to Muspelheim. This absolute chung of a man. This <laughs> unit. Walking. This unit. He is a built unit. This is a slab of beef. Just the walking biggest, through the streets. This is a this is an on the bone tomahawk ribeye. Is oh this man God. walking into Hunk fire? Of <laughs> Cooked rare, bleeding. Cooked. He is both rare and well done. Mm-hmm. As he just mm-hmm. brings the battle to Cinder, who shows up, and she is she is a big some bitch. She is, oh, yes, she yeah. is. She is her father's daughter, one hundred percent. She is uh, yeah. bringing awesome. the Twilight Sword down onto him, and he fucking blocks that shit. I love her to be like Ragnarok is now. She's got ah, mad reader revolt. You think a stone cannot burn? Yes, you fool. <laughs> she definitely Everything has a reader burns. Rangers. <laughs> <laughs> Does that make the War Thor the Green Ranger? Ooh. Uh, well, she didn't really create him. No, but he but, was he was an ally who was yeah. tempted by power yeah. and is now a wild card and has his own theme song. So if I anything, mean... if if we're going to be specific, if anything, I guess he'd be more like the Quantum Ranger from Time Force. Fuck Ooh. yes. Oh, fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. He, okay. would, he would be the By Quantum the way, Ranger. Just as an aside, Malcolm <laughs> dragged out a buried Bro. memory in me last night on Twitter. Bro? When he posted the suit up scene from the Red Ranger reunion episode, Forever of Power Red. Rangers. Oh. So Forever the Ranger Red. Danger podcast literally just did Forever Red like last week, and I was oh like, "Fuck!" God. It's been on my mind since. Like I listened to the episode like four times because I was like, "Fuck!" That's one of the greatest half hours of television. Like it's, it's so succinct. so good. It's mm-hmm. so succinct and so tight, and does everything you needed to do in twenty two minutes of introducing literally ten different Rangers. <laughs> And it all it also eras, and putting it them also all together reminded me of just how good it brought up those hidden those like long forgotten memories of how good uh, Power Rangers in space and light speed were. Yeah, in space is the best season of Power Rangers. In space is Fuck the best everyone season who doesn't of think Power so. Rangers I, because in space, period. Dude, Andros is the best Power Ranger. He is the best Red Ranger. He's, the best, he's the best Power Ranger. Like, he's it was very fucking star- incredible. It was very Star Wars, wasn't it? Like yes, it was. Yes, because it's it the greatest Star Wars. space opera. Yeah, it is a great. He's star Luke Wars. Skywalker. That's yeah. all it is. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, are you Eric? Are you reading the Power Rangers comic right now? I'm not, and I'm going to give a quick shout to the real deal Brian Real, who has been telling me for years that I need to read it. You should have been this whole time, but I'd Andros is that. very heavy. Is he? It, so it so the Power Rangers book is the Omega Rangers, which is when right? uh, like uh, 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 Jason and Trini and Zach in continuity where they go off to the peace right. conference. Yes. They're actually off in space being Omega Rangers. So right now they're off in space being Omega Rangers. And they're with Andros. And it's Andros, like, Stop. kind of pre-Red Rangery, but he's still, like, a little Red Rangery. 
They're about to get to some Zane stuff. They had like they just oh. introduced Zane. Astronomers showed up already. Uh, <laughs> Eclipse is shown up. Like it, like they're doing like in space shit, but with Jason Trini and Zach. Okay, no you know what, Brian? Seriously, I, it's, it's I, the fucking best. I owe you it an is apology. The fucking best. <laughs> I owe you an apology. Um, I'm gonna start reading this shit ASAP. You should have been reading it from the like from the get go. Like that I book has been this. fantastic. I recognize, but since this. they did the Mighty Morphin and Power Rangers split, the Power Rangers book has just been setting up in space stuff. Okay, which is I am awesome. going to read this Power Rangers book. It is, it is going so to happen. Good. It's so good. As it happens, I'm going to have some downtime next week, so I yeah, will be reading like, the shit out of that. Then you, you, and then, oh and then God. they in the Mighty Morphin book, they it's Tommy leading the team as White Ranger. Right. We have the Stone Canyon trio, so it's Rocky and Aisha and uh-huh. uh, uh, what's his name? I'm blank on his name. Guy with the piercing. He's cool. Yeah. He's um, cool. but they also introduced a new Green Ranger who ties into the other previous comic series, uh, which is pretty cool. And his Green Ranger design is super interesting. Was that the uh, the Shattered Grid stuff? It ties into before that, sort of. Oh, okay, got you. Um, I know the titles. I know the titles, folks. Uh, Literally, this (laughs) this entire giant run has been fantastic. Issue 100 kind of seems like it's going to be ending the run, maybe. And that comes Mm. out in September. But yeah, they've been very heavy on the in space stuff recently. And it's fucking God excellent. Damn. Okay, I'm gonna read that. It's excellent. <laughs> anyway, Power Rangers in Space is the best. It's, it's the, the best fucking one. coolest. Um, Andros is so cool and TJ is so cool. And they're all so cool. hang out with them. Just so honestly. Badly. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, Rita Repulsa is fighting the Quantum Ranger. Goddamn right. Uh, God right she is. As we see... You will be my masterpiece! We see this moment, which, again, is haunting as fuck. Um, he gets the Ugh. hammer knocked away from him, and he goes to reach for it, and he sees the kids in the lava. I, nah, I just... And I mean, they're all just crying. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, we're oh not gonna die, God. right? Oh, God. And you he says... Us? <laughs> says... I will bathe this realm in the blood of its queen and drown its fire forever. This I swear upon my hammer in the name of every innocent life ever taken by Muspelheim. This I swear. I I fucking love this. And so uh, Queen of Cinders does... So this... These next two pages are two of my favorite pages of this entire run, right? So uh, Queen of Cinders summons fire sharks goddamn literal right. lava sharks to attack the war thor goddamn he right goes and regroups with her uh her people and she's like uh can you read jacob can you read this panel starting from useless fool useless fool where is that is it in the next page or wait, it's oh, the next page like, after yeah. the sharks show up after second the panel sharks show up yes okay got it here Use useless fool. Malekith said he was handling the Thor problem, but instead he appears to be to he appears to have allowed it to multiply. Luckily for him, I am And then the War Thor comes crashing in using one of the sharks and he starts smashing people because it's shark week bitch and <laughs> starts just absolutely using it as a weapon whipping him with the shark oh, sick <laughs> i love this 
absolutely <laughs> love this. Love it. Lava sharks. Gotta love them. And so the so tight. So Cinder gets the upper hand against the Warthor and is ready to kill him when all of a sudden Mighty Thor shows up. Double the Thors, double the hammers. And double the Thors, double the hammer. <laughs> and this leads to Volstag, the Warthor, absolutely raging. He goes, you know what? Scorched Earth. Fuck this. And he decides, I'm going to drown this entire realm. Yeah. And he starts bringing in the Bloodstorm. Mighty Thor sees this and sees little baby fire goblins being pulled up away from their mothers. And this is the moment when we remember that the actions of a few do not reflect the hearts of the many. Uh Uh-huh that all of these realms do have innocence, that all of these realms do have citizens, people who are not involved in the war or people who might even disagree with the war. Volstagg was about to create another war, Thor. Exactly. And that's, again, what this whole allegory of Uh your trauma being an explanation, not an excuse. Yes. And the fact that this changed him fundamentally to the point that he was willing to throw away his morals and his ideals for some misguided, you know, end of the war, which again, this wouldn't have ended the war. Muspelheim is just a piece of Malekith's cabal. And so Mighty Thor pulls him into the yawning void, which we haven't seen in a little bit. Love the yawning void. And basically tells him like, look, you are like you're terrorizing innocent children in order to strike against their queen and it says and she says like that hammer is from a dead universe all of its anger all of its hate is contained in there and it is corrupting you and he's like you know what i hear you but fuck you and he goes to attack her (laughs) which brings us to chapter 23 the war of thors Thor v. Thor. Dawn of Thor. More Thor. More Thor. And we get, once again, Attack I hear... Thors. Attack of the Thors. <laughs> the Phantom Thor. Uh, <laughs> Revenge of the Thor? I hear this... A new Thor. I hear this... <laughs> Thor you know, the th- Return of the Thor. Uh, I hear the... The Thor awakens. The last, the last Thor. Thor. <laughs> The Rise of Thors. Wait, what's that last one? Uh, Thor. A Star Wars story. (laughs) (laughs) Followed up by Thor. A Star Wars story. (laughs) Actually, that one's Thor 1. A Star Wars story. (laughs) No, I'm sorry. That's a Rogue Thor. Rogue Thor. A Star Wars story. Rogue Rogue Thor. Thor, Star Wars story. That sounds very good. (laughs) And uh, the show later on, the the Thorn DeLorean. Um, Can't wait for season three. (laughs) In the book of Thor. The book of Boba Thor. <laughs> I, I, perso- I personally love. I Thor personally one. was really glad that uh, we got to get season seven of the Clone Thors. <laughs> Thor we want Kenobi. Thor we want Kenobi. Can't wait. For, can't wait for uh, Diego Luna to return as uh, as Anthor. Uh, that'll be really good. Oh I'm personally God. really excited for Athoka. <laughs> <laughs> 
happens when we do this this in the morning and everything it's so good oh my, oh god. my god it's early it's already really hot like it's, it's so, so hot oh, yeah. it's so hot, <laughs> it's so hot. <laughs> uh, the queen of cinders is just burning down the world right now yes and malcolm is loving it don't don't it. ever mistake uh, this <laughs> And so Jesus Christ. And so um this battle between the two Thors and the Yawning Void, I think, is the coolest thing. And again, this is where I'm hearing the do 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 as the uh the Warthors theme is going. This battle is raging inside the Yawning Void, and it's so fucking cool. And then they pull off the thing that the Dark World did back in 2014, where they are just knocking each other through realms. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. The hammer lands in Vanaheim. The They're best fighting. part of the dark world. They, the best part of the dark world. The best, um, the, the literal best part of that movie. It's so good. Uh, we head over to Niflheim, which I want to see Jacob's reaction to seeing his boy. Yeah, that uh, that was really. Uh, I was like, "What the fuck?" I was been like, waiting. I was like, I was "What saying, the so you, fuck?" You had no context for this, too, right? Which no. was incredible. I, all, all I knew was just like, "Wait, so Hela's like with Thanos right now, and it's like, who's running Hell right now?" It's yeah. like, is, "Is she just just doubling up duty?" This is amazing. Yeah, this that's is... stuff from like Angela. That's stuff from like the Angela Queen of Hell book and all that jazz. No, nice. and, and, and remember, Jacob, we saw at the end of Unworthy Thor that Hela was like, "My realm has been lost." Oh yeah, this yeah. is who she lost it to. This is who she lost it to. Oh, Baldur's now the king of Hell, which I love this design for Baldur. <laughs> it too. is an excellent design with the crown and the him just astrode this dead horse. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's his. It's his horse that he used to ride. It's, yeah. it's, uh, it's this. Yeah. Design, this design drives. So, uh, Mr. Ed, oh, the yeah. horse he used to ride, Mr. Ed. It frosts. It frosts. So um, frosts. the battle between the Thors <laughs> continues, and then, and then, Jane pulls an Odinson and gets her hands on both hammers. Uh huh. Oh yeah. And just smashes them together, absolutely sending the war thor through heaven all the way into svartalfheim and this is again where the the um the point is made like look you want to kill innocent people just to make your point like it's this isn't helping anything she and i love this move too she's like but god hammer and she throws the ultimate mule there and you just see volstag raise his hand up and it just whoop, comes right back to him Says that's no mere Mjolnir, not anymore. This is a Warhammer 40k, <laughs> which I thought was really interesting because I'm like, oh, did they get the license to be able to say that in this Marvel comic? He's Where? like, this is a Space Marine. <laughs> I painted this fig myself. <laughs> and then and a so, Citadel paint real just lands in his hand. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, back in his Guardia, uh, Roz is basically telling. Th- uh, Odinson, everything that happened, and she's like, "We need to figure this the fuck out. Uh, we need it's to like, find. Yo, we Volstag. gotta go right now." <laughs> <laughs> um, and I love Warthor is gaining the upper hand in this fight. All of a sudden, boom! He gets hit by a goat. 
Mm, real quick i'm sorry real quick can we actually go back to that conversation because there's a really nice yes please um where you know roz is i mean roz told you know odin some like hey listen that's volstag like something's going on and they're talking and it's just like i i looked for you you know when when you were missing for months i searched yeah and when you came back all that after all that time you didn't even call or send a raven or drop by on your stupid goat and he's like listen i of i i love the 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 humbling of the odin son is a constant thing throughout that character's like tenure um and this is just another one of those beats of like him being like listen of late there are many things of which i found myself unworthy and you were one and she's like Aww. you could have let me be the judge of that except which i exactly i think is wonderful so good once again she is the best love interest for thor and i wish that that was something that they could have fleshed out and gone through i i really wish that there was something there that they could have done that because i think she has the potential to be the best love interest for thor she even like is like saying that she's like well i i you're like I, you know, maybe kind of could have loved basically the, the way yeah. she says, but that. I like that. She, she makes it very clear that she wasn't there, but that she yeah. could have gotten there, but yeah, she could have exactly. been there. Yeah. yeah. I, I love that. I like that. Yeah. That, that she had like, well, really missed I out had, Odinson. I know. really up. missed out because Fucked Ross up. Solomon is the greatest. I, I love her. She's the best. I love her so much. She's so cool. I, I just wanted to talk about it. that. That's no, such a great little like point. beat right yeah. in the middle of all this action. It's such a nice, like cool down beat for yeah. sure. Uh, because it's a conversation that I've been waiting to see. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And so um, Odinson shows up, basically tells Mighty Thor, yo, this is Volstag. And Mighty Thor is like, oh shit, what? And then, uh, Roz shows up, she talks to Jane. She basically says, look, his he went through some shit and he is, you know, trying to deal with his trauma. And she goes, okay, then I know how to deal with this. And she depowers. She drops Mjolnir, goes back into her Jane form. Look at how small she is compared to the white Yeah. Also, that image of Warthor just covered in blood. Oh my god! You can only With see the his hammer eyes covered in blood, emitting dripping. the lightning. Yeah. Oh, so yeah. tight. God, so, so cool. This is metal. Like this is one hundred percent metal as fuck. <laughs> And see, I was like, dun, 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 dun. just master if I was over it. Hell yeah. Basically. <laughs> oh, that would be a cool song. See, that's that's the song. That would be a cool song. That was kind of song. I, I need to listen to that again. It was really I need good. to listen to it soon. Okay. Um, <laughs> cool. Thanks. Uh, so <laughs> um, Jane appeals to Volstagg's humanity, which is really amazing. She's like, look, he's Volstag the Valiant. Sorry. He's Volstag the Valiant. There you go. Devoted <laughs> husband, loving father, esteemed senator in the Congress of Worlds, and my friend. And he knows it's time to come home. He knows. No. Oh my God. That was the most <laughs> Long Island knows I've heard in a long time. <laughs> Holy shit. He knows. I, like, ladies and gentlemen, and a, am a cunning linguist. What can I say? God damn, you're um, cunning linguist. I'm sure Sammy knows that. The t- what? <laughs> uh, <laughs> 
Jacob, I don't know if she listens to this podcast. You can't say shit like that. Oh my I'm God. sure she appreciates it. Oh you can't God. say shit like she, that. She Jacob. appreciates it, I bet she does. That was out of the bag. Jacob Brown, where he's a podcast within bag. a podcast where I end up sleeping on the couch. Thanks, Jacob. <laughs> what? Really? So I thought it was just be like, so, well, you're we're moving for on for, for a good while now. I thought I'd just solidify you for Nookie for the rest of the month. Anyway, you're welcome. Later on, <laughs> we see the ultimate Mjolnir uh, left on the ground. Odin goes, go, go get. Get, <laughs> get out of here. No more. Go get. And Roz is just like, look, I know you, you're you, but like, that's a hammer. It's not a, and then it just flies off. And she's like, <laughs> I will never understand you, Thor's in your hammer. <laughs> Go and get. And then Go we get this get. really sad image of just Jane comforting Volstag. Yeah. Oh, it hurts. Um, we cut over to a few different locations: Vanaheim, Niflheim, and Heaven. And we see that the War of the Realms is spreading. We see in Vanaheim, the new Roxxon Island has arrived to bring war. Uh, in Niflheim, Cinder has brought the fire demons to take over the land of the dead and ice. And in heaven, Malekith has arrived to strike up a little deal. Uh, as a real quick interlude, I don't know if you guys read this, but uh, we did have, at least in my copy, uh, we had that little one-shot Generations Unworthy Thor and the Mighty Thor. Oh, uh, shit. I was um, wondering where that would be. No. It popped up here in, yeah. in the volume. It, we're not going to spend a lot of time on it because yeah. I don't think we all read it. Um, I only read it because it was part of the hard copy floppy that I got. Uh, it's I good. Got, That's a good one it, shot. It, it, I got it in story. the complete collection. Oh, you, it is in there. Yeah. Great. Yeah. yeah. Shit. Um, I'm the only one who didn't read it. Okay. You no, guys go. Sure. No, yeah. but we won't spend too much time on it. Yeah. But it's basically a what if. Um, it's basically a what if. Not really, actually. This no, happened this at is the end of Secret At or, the end of Secret uh, Empire. Empire. Yeah. So oh, the end of Secret Empire. Was it The Watcher? No, it was, it was, it was, it just happened. Yeah, so basically whatever was, uh, bullshit Kobik. happened. Kobe that's right. So Kopik is just like, "Hey, so the, all this bullshit happened and to, you know, make the transition easier in the fact that we're getting rid of all of our legacy heroes and reverting them back to who they were before, here's a fun little adventure where the legacy heroes meet the original heroes and everybody goes back is, in time." Is Kobik <laughs> played by George McFly? Yes. <laughs> Uh, you uh, get uh, away uh, from uh, her, you heroes! <laughs> so, she sends she sends Mighty Thor back to uh, pal around with Fuckboy Thor, and the one big retcon that I love is that Fuckboy Thor sometimes wears classic Thor's costume, and classic Thor's costume is his formal wear. Yes. I love the shit out of that. I love that he just wears his former. He's been wearing a tux this entire time. This entire time. This entire time we've been noticing it. And so so uh, he goes with the Vikings to Egypt, faces down Apocalypse. Mighty Thor shows up. They have a little team up to fight against Apocalypse. They whoop his sorry blue behind. This is sort of like a little tie-in for like Uncanny Avengers. Kind of. (laughs) I know. Because that sets up that dynamic. And then he, uh, she leaves. He's like, oh, I'm going to go drink myself silly until I forget this whole thing. 
Um, and then we see him lifting the pedestal a little bit. But the big thing coming out of this, which thankfully is not going to be really addressed in the rest of this run, but is later going to be addressed in, in Aaron's Avengers run. Odin, Odin, at the edge of space, is speaking with the Phoenix. And mentions, yeah. hey, we used to fuck. We used to fuck. Yeah. <laughs> and I really miss you. And she's like, okay and flies off and we get the first teaser image of the avengers of 1 million bc Uh where we see a young odin macking or really getting macked on by the phoenix Uh and young odin is wielding mjolnir Uh what does that mean shut up don't worry about it so we get to okay the next (laughs) chapter which is Back to the original numbering. Thor 700. Yeah. 700! The blood of the Norns. And 700 is really more of a stopgap than an actual like story issue, though we yeah. do get a couple big events happen. Uh, we get one beautiful page by a guest artist. This uh, chapter 700 has a ton of guest artists. Mm-hmm. Uh, Walt Simonson. Look at that Walt Simonson smile and those big ass, those big ass knees. Oh my god, those big ass knees. Walt Simonson is a fucking treasure. Yep, God, God, I love those. I love those wraps. I love those leg wraps so much. I Jacob, (laughs) I was so excited to see that he had that in the movie. Me too. Same. (laughs) Same. And honestly, I, I know I said before that I really liked the the armor look, but after seeing it. Listen, the Ravager look is the best look in the movie. Like, I really do like the armor look, but the Ravager look is the best look. I think the in-between look, where he's got the fur on the shoulders. Oh, I I do like the the color with the fur with the fur. The whole club was looking at her. They were looking at her. Yeah, it's true. And so we see that the Odinson is looking (laughs) on a happier time when he was the mighty Thor. Mm -hmm. And he is... In the Norn, you know, in the tree of the Norns with Carnilla, the queen of the Norns. Talking to Carnilla. In the Norn keep at the roots of the world tree. Look Uh, at that hair. Carnilla's hair is hot. Dude. It's crazy. Dodderman and his hair. He loves drawing big old hair. Oh my God. Does he love drawing curls and do we love it for him? Uh, (laughs) I love anytime he draws Scarlet Witch. Holy shit. His Scarlet Witch is so brown. So good. Uh, So so brown. Basically, Odinson is there because there is rumors that the Norn Keep is going to be attacked because everywhere is getting attacked. So he's like, I got to protect you. And Carnilla's like, okay, just so you know, some bad shit's coming for you personally. And he's like, I don't have time for that. I got to go fight some trolls because the Norn Keep is under attack. Meanwhile, we get a little visit. We get a little cup of coffee with Daniel Acuna. Mm. God As we damn, see is he good. The mighty Thor battling against the, the Hulk. new Hulk, <laughs> which is actually Jennifer Walters, who uh-huh. in the uh, aftermath of Civil War II uh, uh-huh. has lost control of her She-Hulk form and is now in her Gray Hulk phase. Oh, that's with, what this is. With those okay. cuts. With those cuts. I love the she cuts. She always has yeah. those cuts. That like, she sustained in the battle with Thanos. 
Um, I fucking love this this battle, by the way. It's so good. This is something I did not expect to get and was just so glad. And it's just like, oh, we're getting a Hulk versus Thor story. That's so awesome. Yeah, hey, here's we'll something that'd it. be really cool to see in the fucking movies or something. Yeah. Or we'll never fucking see, man. Be fucking awesome. Yeah, yeah. Would would be real fucking cool. Too, too, fucking too, cool. too bad we're never going to fucking never going never to so fucking see it. Huh? I'm going to say that. Mm-hmm. I know. Yeah. yeah. Grumble, grumble. So back with uh, Jane. <laughs> Uh, she's basically fighting with uh, with Jennifer. Uh, the two of them are having a battle in the middle of Manhattan. We see who is this next guest artist with? Um, is this? Oh, James this Heron? is. Uh, uh, wait. This, this is James uh, Heron or is this Chris? Uh, yeah, it's James Heron. Okay, so James yeah. Heron uh, does the illustration for Volstag, who has been taken into custody by the Thunderguard. When all of a sudden they hear a rumble, and I love Volstag just like, you all should run now. As the ultimate Mjolnir <laughs> comes flying in, and everyone is like trying to hold him back as he's just reaching out for it. As it's oh, whispering shit. to him. Hang on, wait a second. What? Galaxy Brain, Volstag, played by Ray Stevenson. Yes. Who else did Ray Stevenson play? The Punisher. Oh, oh shit. shit. Yes, that's right. Yeah. You know what? Bring back Ray Stevenson as the War Thor. That'd be fucking rad, dude. Yes, yes. he would. And the whole thing is he steals Stormbreaker, especially just, with. Oh shit! I was just thinking, especially with like there being uh, incursions and shit. Now we could oh, just have sure. Ultimate Mjolnir just show up. Yeah, baby. Sh- that's a good point. That's a good we point. Just have Ultimate Mjolnir just show up, and it looks you know like what, a better what, version of Stormbreaker. The much better version. Uh, we'll we'll better. just wait for that Thor series that we pitched way back yeah. when we covered Thor's. <laughs> that four episode exactly. Thor's Disney Plus series. Exactly. Oh my God, yes. So uh, Volstagg grabs the hammer and becomes the War Thor, god of the Bloodstorm, wielder of a Mjolnir from a dead universe. Something is calling him. So cool. This design drives so hard. Where there um, is war, there is always a Thor. God, it's so good. It's so um, good. Then we cut to is this Becky. Uh, Clunan? This is Becky Cloonan. Yes, I love me some Becky Cloonan, who draws just the best little high school looking young Thor. Yeah. Yes. This is young fuck fuckboy Thor and young goth kid Loki. Yeah, this is like super, super twink face Loki. This is twink face Loki. <laughs> oh god! Um, and so the so the two of them are having their little clashes. We also cut over to is this Despastoris? Yeah, Despastoris with the uh, the girls of thunder. Far into the future. Far into the future. Uh, where King Thor is talking to uh, his Steve people, Stephen Jane. Stephen Jane, who have populated mm-hmm. yeah. uh, it's unclear if all of these are her their children since they don't look old enough to have these super adult looking children but who <laughs> knows yeah uh we then cut over to is this chris burnham um yeah i think so, so. yeah, yeah so chris burnham yes is uh dealing with galactus I, yes. I don't love calling him black galactus but he's the butcher of worlds. <laughs> I just think it makes me feel uncomfy. So we're gonna call I can him... say it. <laughs> <laughs> I thought Nex 
Necro Galactus, but yeah, okay. We're going to leave it to Mel. I did, you, you, you say it too quick, and that could also be real bad. Yeah. Uh, just... My Necro. <laughs> My... <laughs> <laughs> My you know what, Malcolm? I'm going to let you talk now. about this. Because I don't, know, I don't know if I'm this equipped is, to talk about this. This is this is my man Galactus. This is brother Galactus uh, slicing planets, just slicing brother them in half. Being like, what the fuck is this, man? Like, it, it's pretty great. Uh, he's eating on some planets. All of a sudden, ego comes out of nowhere, starts oh fighting God. him. Wait, 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 hold on, take a time. Oh, hold on, hold on, wait. A this is this is my favorite part. I'm of crying. The I'm crying. Oh my god. Brother he's Galactus like, comes in. Hunt, he's just slicing these planets. He's like, yo, what's up, man? He's just looking for the nearest KFC. Uh he's having a pretty good time. Um he slices up a planet. He's like, oh shoot, there's some orange juice up in this. Like it looks delicious. He starts drinking that orange juice. It ain't got no pulp. It's pretty good. Um, oh my god. <laughs> Then this um, cop, this absolute cop ego just comes up in his face and is like, license and registration, please. And he's like, I need no fucking license. I'm just I'm just reading a book here. And and he throws a plan in ego's eye. And ego's like, ah, my eye, that's it. I'm gonna fucking arrest you. Get get on the floor. And and Black Lax is like, uh, no, fuck that, and then punches right through his throat. Um, but then uh ego kind of steals his blackness, which is bullshit. Uh, ego that's says, I have the soul power that's, now. That's uh, yeah, yeah. Ego, <laughs> ego, like grows like a little Rasta beard and like puts on like a little beanie and it's just like, no, I have the fucking power now. Like, fuck you. And it's kind of bullshit. Um, and then ego fucking eats Galactus. Uh, all while Loki's watching, is like, wow, that was the craziest episode of the Parkers I've ever seen in my life. Uh, and that's it. That's the whole story. <laughs> okay. It's the whole story. My favorite part of the entire book has been summed up by like the greatest way I could ever imagine. <laughs> that's that's the whole thing. That's that's yeah. it. That's it's really just an analogy that says fuck the police. Yeah. Fuck the police. <laughs> fuck the police. I'm I'm st- I still can't get past my necro. My <laughs> necro. <laughs> that's my shirt. <laughs> Only I can and it's just it's just a just black galactus is black galactus doing like the black power fist like (laughs) (laughs) my shirt is just i can't i can't do it my shirt is just ego and just appropriation underneath (laughs) it's it's the panel where he has the planet in the eye like 80s like super friends font just appropriation appropriation So we cut to Jotunheim, Land of the Frost Giants. Uh, who's on art for this? This is Andrew McLean. Yes. Ooh, yeah. Okay. Uh, we see that uh, Loki and Laufey have just survived an ambush by some Laufey. mountain and storm giants. Uh, we then cut to who is this? Oh, this is uh, this is Jill Thompson. Oh, sweet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this is Jill Thompson. Uh, Great looking telling, pages here. Telling stories yes. of Frog, man. I love Throg solving, solving a murder. Oh solving God. a murder. We need we need a Throg mini. Yes, we I do. love that Throg is still in cop mode. Like, I love that that is just a continuing thing now. Yes. Is that, For those that's of how you who, everyone characterizes him, is that he's just a cop. 
He's a detective. He's not he's a, a cop. Detective. He's Excuse a detective. me. He is a detective. Yeah. We he's just a had a whole thing about cops. This is true. This is true. Uh, but for those of you who don't know, Throg is uh, Simon Walterson. Yep. Got a right detective is. who was turned into a frog and then given the powers of Mjolnir. Mm-hmm. So he's got his own little little mini Mjolnir. Yeah. Uh, Every time he shows any... up, you hear like the in the streets of Asgard. There's <laughs> law and there's punishment. <laughs> Instead of dong dong, it's just in the grass of Central Park. These are their stories. <laughs> He's a bad mother. No, um, so we're only talking about Throg. So we can dig it. We can dig it. So uh, Odinson is defending the Norn Keep. Uh, Carnilla has decided to take the stage. A new challenger has arrived, and she is taking hold of her own fate. I, I love. love I love how they designed the uh, the panel boxes with this. Yeah, right? each of yeah. them are hairs from her head of the Norns. I, yeah. It's the threads of fate. It's so good. Yeah, she she just watched Terminator Two and realized <laughs> no fate but what you make. Um, and, and it was also a double feature with uh, Disney's Hercules, where yeah. he uses yeah. the scissors to cut yeah. the thread. Yeah. Thing. Absolutely. Um, I also the love. Matter with these scissors. <laughs> <laughs> that was a pitch. That was perfect, perfect. impression. Holy shit! I think the best fantastic. part of this book club over these two and a half seasons has been just the untapped impressions book of jacob brown unbelievable (laughs) the reserves that he has is incredible that was perfect i just these are just like moments in my head that are just spilling out from these like times we read these books honestly man (laughs) i love it like yeah (laughs) so i love real quick this interlude of the battle between uh between thor and hulk where he sends mjolnir to see if the tower they're fighting in is inhabited and once she finds that it's empty, oh, yeah, when she pulls a Avengers Age of Ultron, exactly, she's like, "Okay, <laughs> buy the building. All right, cool. And I'm going to drop yeah. it on him." Yeah, so good. Uh, we oh, see God. Carnilla wrap up and kill these dark elves before she says, "She sees where the threads will lead, where they'll fray and knot and sever for all of you, for for all the realms, for all the gods." for all the Thors. And we get this beautiful double page spread of all the things that could be and will be. Like, I, I think my favorite thing is the Celestials giving a thumbs down. Thumbs down. Dude, like Loki thumbs getting down. Jacob, do you have so do you have any reference for that, for that at all? That, no. For that because they mention it here as well. I was gonna say, they, they definitely name. mention it here and at the end, right? Of this volume, of the next volume, um, of this volume, they might. I I just know that in the next page, Cardinal mentions mentioned it by it, name. Yeah. That is so, the final host. The final host. The oh, first okay. arc of Jason Aaron's Thor run, uh, oh, Avengers okay. run, or Avengers run. Avengers excuse run. me. Thank okay. you. Uh, she mentions by name the War of the Realms, the Battle for the Stones, the final host, the Mangog. She says, "God help us, death. I see the most horrible of deaths coming for." And then the Norn Keep shatters. But in this image, we see Jane's body on the moon. We see the final hosts. We see the man god. We see Thor in maybe his second best costume of all time. I mean, it's 
it is a banger. It is so good. I love this costume. That, that I do love golden. That this was almost the one that I wanted for for me in our uh, War of the Re- in our uh, Days of Thunder cover. It's a good look. But I love that unworthy look so much. Namor is also in this. The Submariner, mm-hmm. which I still I don't personally I don't... get the payoff for this one. I haven't seen this yet. Uh, Avengers. Yeah. Oh, this is Avengers, Avengers yeah. as well. Okay. okay. Yeah, yeah. Because um, the second story arc is uh, the that's Namor. Right. That's okay. right. You're drawn right. by uh, by the beautiful, beautiful, beautiful Dave Marquez. And Dave and Marquez. we see the and we see the result of uh, what Malcolm summed up with Ego and Galactus, like mm-hmm. yeah. Loki getting the with Necro the Necrosword. Sword. Oh, mm-hmm. it's like Bro- holy brother Loki, <laughs> brother Loki. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> Loki doing the exact opposite of white chicks. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> Loki um, pulling a tropic thunder. That's what that is. <laughs> Loki, Loki's gonna show up and be like, hmm, you guys are in for a treat today. You go on some collard greens. Hmm. Uh, we <laughs> see, chicken, speaking hmm. of Loki, Loki with the infinity gauntlet. Yeah, he ain't got no Loki pokey stick no more. He's got the infinity gauntlet. That's present day Loki. We see yeah. the fucking Mangog's terrifying face overlaid over everything. Uh, we see the, I mean, we see the Valkyrie, we mm-hmm. see uh, Frost Giants, Home Alone 2, Lost in New York, <laughs> <laughs> and we um, see the Mighty Thor, beaten, bloodied, battered, and almost shattered. What do all these things mean? We'll just and we end the gates again. We see the gates right. again, yeah. and there is clearly still a figure in those gates again. Who could it be? Who could it be? Uh, Find so, out soon. So uh, <laughs> battle continues. Um, Throg gets the uh, gets the man to confess. I love that it's just a two-page little Throg story. Yeah, it's yes. great. Love it's so it. good. He gets the guy to confess by, like, he finds the dude and then has a personal little rainstorm just over this guy to just fucking torment him so until he, confesses. he, like, confesses. That's brilliant. So good. Um, and then we see the conclusion of the Loki Laufey story where Laufey had passed out. He wakes up. They were being pursued by uh, Storm and, and Mountain Giants. And we cut over and we see just this mountain of bodies. Mm-hmm. It's like Loki scary. Loki is terrifying. Yeah. That is um, a mound of flesh and blood. By yeah. the way, that's that's not even. It doesn't even look. Yeah, like it's not bodies. bodies. It's just it, mush. It's just mush. <laughs> we see that uh, Jane is rescued from under the rubble by Throg, which I love. Mm-hmm. Mm, yes, <sighs> I love that it doesn't have to be her Mjolnir. It just has to be a Mjolnir. Yes, that she touches. Love it. I think that's really cool. And then we get the death of Queen Carnilla, who was crushed under the collapse of the Norn Keep. She's so pretty. Heartbreaking stuff. Even when, yeah, you could then, see the light leave her eyes too. Yeah, that was actually something yeah. really impressive. And and with the speech bubbles too, because when she's like super norned out, she speaks with the green. Mm-hmm. But and her then, eyes when the light up. goes out, her eyes are normal, and she goes back to the, the black speech, which is cool. Not like the black speech, like <laughs> hey, what a minute, like, but like the black speech, like, like it's the just black like, speech, you know. the yeah. black speech. <laughs> that's what that's what Loki's about to have. He's about to have the black speech. <laughs> <laughs> the necro uh, speech oh wait I can't yeah the that. necro speech exactly you, you can't say that malcolm I can't, can say that. I can you can't say, say that, that. yeah i can't say it sorry Svartal time um we oh, are... excuse you Good thank Lord. you sorry kiss your mother with uh we see 
<laughs> we see uh, Mike Del Mundo. This Jacob, this is Mike book. Del Mundo. This okay. is Mike Del Mundo's art. This is very lovely. I love this. Really okay. kind of style. Oh, this then is, you're in for a treat. Yeah. This, and then I love in the bed. the uh, watercolor snow. Sorry. Yes. Just, yes. Like, Super I really good. Love the watercolor. And we see in the darkest depths of space our boy Olivier Coiffel with a little interlude of Thanos and Hela. They've killed another world, and they will continue to kill and fuck on top of the bodies. Can we just, just say that's a really hot couple? It kind of is. Yeah. They're kind of really hot together. When you think like, about I kind of really too, like that. Josh Brolin and Clay Blanchett. That's a oh, hot couple. Oh, oh my God. God. That's a hot oh, couple. Wow. Oh, my God. That is spicy meet the ball. That is that is Rachel Weiss and Daniel Craig hot. Oh, uh, yes. Oh, like that's, that's hot. That's oh, a hot that couple. Is, we find out in the aftermath shit. of the battle of Hulk and Thor that Jane has become herself again. She walks off classic hulk problems and then no we no see... not jane uh, uh oh, i'm sorry uh, jennifer. Uh, jennifer. jennifer sorry yeah. thank you. jennifer jennifer and oh my God. <laughs> we <Jennifer>. see classic <laughs> hulk problems as the hulk uh do 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 well uh theme goes off and then we see throg engaged in the battle of the rats of queens yeah Yes. Throg ends up in Mouse Guard. I love this. <laughs> love this. It's just him versus the Mice, mice of Templar, right? Is that yeah. Right? Is that... <laughs> it's Mice Templar. It's yeah. Mouse the Mice Templar. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Jane flies off. And then we see in the depths of space, back to old Asgard, the War Thor. Doesn't know why he's going to old Asgard. But then he's attacked by Toothnasher, the goat, yeah. who has been charged with guarding the ultimate Mjolnir. Uh, the two of them are about to engage in some combat when the Mangog arrives ah! and brutally murders Toothmasher. <laughs> this was the most upsetting thing for me. Like, yeah. genuinely, I hate seeing animal violence. Yeah. And yeah. I forgot this. I now. totally forgot. I forgot this now. Like, I just read this and I forgot this already. Toothmasher <laughs> lunges at the Mangog. The Mangog grabs it by the throat, rips its head off, and throws it at the Warthor. And then the Warthor and the Mangog engage in battle. Which brings us to chapter 701, The Wrath of the Mangog. God, Mangog is so cool. It's so cool. This is just Doomsday. That's what I just realized. This is exactly what this is. That's this is all yes. Doomsday. It's yes. just Doomsday, and that's so uh, cool. An interesting thing there. Who yeah. created Doomsday? Uh, huh. Louise Simonson? Huh. Interesting. Hmm. Interesting. Hmm. Wait, wait a minute. Interesting. Wait, isn't Interesting. That, uh, oh yeah, because like, hmm. did wait? Didn't like the man got created? Wasn't it created by Jack Kirby and like something else? No, who was yeah. Doom? Yeah, but Doomsday was created by Louis Simonson. By Louis during, Simonson during her run on, uh, Superman. on Superman. Oh, and Superman. Yeah. Since okay. Walt Simonson had long Thor. run on Thor, huh. and also did Where? man gog stuff. Huh. Mm. Mm. Weird. Mm. Mm. Very interesting. Very. I, I, I don't know what you're making here I'm, I'm... so the battle continues okay. um, we see that as jamaican here as... no no the ne ne necro loki ain't here man <laughs> no nah, man god jesus um, so the warthor continues his battle with the mangog and as powerful as we've seen the warthor is no match for the mangog it's not mm -hmm. even close he punches the hammer back at him <laughs> punch the highlights out, out of, of her hair, hair. <laughs> 
Like, oh my god. <laughs> Warthor even brings the full rage of the Bloodstorm on him, and it does nothing. Yeah. Uh, we see, meanwhile, in Vanaheim, it's very, some folks are bound, made to wave the flag, <laughs> as the uh, Vietnam yep. allegories yep. in Vanaheim are really hard to ignore. Berserker uh, squad deployed. And they're firebombing, they're doing napalm bombs in yep. Vanaheim. It's a, it's a very difficult read. Um, it's a very difficult read yeah yeah just a boom 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 boom. and then you go back to the mangog just smashing warthor in the face yeah and that's even more difficult. like this is a hard volume to read this is a tough yeah. volume man and and warthor gets some good hits in knocks yeah. out a tooth even yeah and, and then he it. does the most <laughs> metal just... fucking thing shoves the hammer into the mangog's mouth and lights him up with lightning and he's looking like fucking second form cell about to blow right at the end of the cell games before he yeah. inevitably comes back and fights with Gohan before the final beam battle at the struggle of the uh-huh. cell saga. You I know, just everyone knows that. Great um, reference. Or cell is the best dragon ball villain easily. He, he just super smash Kirby'd him pretty much. Yes. That's what I thought. With, <laughs> filled him with lightning. Yeah. And just, but then he fucking just bah, just yeah. blasts it back at him. Yeah, he pulls a Malachis. Yeah, straight up. Uh-huh. Giving that laser kiss. Meanwhile, in Niflheim, <laughs> the real hottest couple of mm. this run is mm. finally reunited. Oh, oh yeah. Queen yeah. Carnilla and King Balder. You want to talk about wanting to watch a couple people fuck? Let me tell you. <laughs> God damn. This was so good. This This moment here was just like one of the best comms of yeah. this volume like just seeing them reunite together i like also this. love like she she embraces him she holds on to him so tight and then they hear <laughs> and they turn and there are these like undead skeleton people Looking and he's zombies. like she's like why do they want to attack me she, he's like yeah we don't hug around here so they probably thought you were trying to attack me <laughs> <laughs> and then fire arrows as the muspelheim demons arrive intent on continuing what the frost giants and the norn keep started murdering carnilla the battle between the man gog and the warthor continues to rage and then and then man gog grabs the hammer already gripped in volstag's hand and crushes it into pieces along with his arm and then gives him just, you want to talk about Super Smash Bros, the immediate ring out punch. Bam. Yes. Puts his whole body into it. He puts yeah. his whole ass body into it. Like he Sends. leans back in one one leg and everything like that. Yeah. Like, Boom. Sends him all the way to the edge of the edge of the final destination screen. Yes. <laughs> Hanging off the side. Mangog leaves him to it because Malekith shows up. This petty bitch goes, hey, so, you know, you know where there are more gods? Asgardia. Of course. Mangog flies off to to uh, wreak his vengeance upon Asgardia. And we see Volstag separated from Mjolnir, turning back into his Volstag form. Changing back into Volstag. And he doesn't have the strength to hold himself up like he had in his Warthor body. And we see Malekith dangling this one knife 
Hello, War Thor. I'm that war you've been looking for. Which again like, is the pettiest shit because uh, we all know that Warthor would have bodied the shit out of Malekith. Uh-huh. Yes. But Malekith only, is an opportunist. He sure fucking is. He, we cut to the aftermath of that. He walks off and we see a bloodied and near dead Volstag with a knife in his hand just floating off into the ether. Fingers broken as fuck. Ugh, his entire arm broken as fuck. Yeah. As the Mangog makes his way to Asgardia. Godspeed, Mangog. And goodbye, mighty Thor. Fucking awesome. <sighs> chapter, seven, chapter 702, The Last Days of the Goddess of Thunder. We see this wonderful double-page spread, which, again, was the most Superman double-page spread. Uh-huh. As... Jane is trying to put out fires both figuratively and literally across all the realms. Uh-huh. Battling in Vanaheim, in uh, Niflheim, in Muspelheim, in Jotunheim, all of the Heims. In she hell. is everywhere. In hell. And then we find her arm wrestling Hercules. He's here. He's there. He's every fucking where. Hercules. 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 Um, we see that they're at, they're at a bar, Will's bar, and they are arm wrestling to get Hercules to go and try to plead to his father and the other gods of Olympus to help. To go to Omnipotent City. Omnipotent City. City. (laughs) Isn't that interesting? (laughs) Very interesting. (laughs) This arm wrestling thing is so goofy. I I love it. It's it's you very do, Hercules. Yeah, <laughs> I love that to get like Tim to help. They they have to challenge him to like a like an arm fight, uh, an yeah. arm wrestling fight. Yeah, like, of course he has to he has to have a trial. Yeah, mm-hmm. everything is a trial for that guy. Like mm-hmm. I love that. That's so. Odinson good. even says, "Do not get him started on his uh, labors, labors again." <laughs> but Hercules also mentions it has been far too long since I've kissed a Thor. Uh-huh. Which I think is interesting. Hercules. Daddy Hercules. Wonderfully bisexual Hercules. Pan. <laughs> I guess he's more pan. He's probably he's pan. more pan. He's pan as fuck. He's pan as fuck. <laughs> so great the... couple. Hercules and Marvel Boy right now. Great couple. Absolutely. Absolutely. Wonderful couple. That is oh. a bear of a man. That is a bear of a man and a sweet little boy. <laughs> a sweet that... little twink. <laughs> that I love it. You love stopped. to see it. Please stop. You're turning me on. Anyway, uh, so you love to see it. Jacob, you should read Al Ewing's Guardians of the Galaxy. Yes, you should. One hundred percent. Yes, has it's both of them in book. there. Yes, the that's where they get yes. together. And uh, it's an excellent it's, book in general. I was reading the Guardians of the Galaxy stuff actually for a while, and um, I like. I think I. I think I stopped after. Um, after the. What is it? Kitty Pride was uh, a part of the yeah. Guardians. Oh, yeah. Yeah. you you have a lot yeah. to catch up on. Uh, yeah, so yeah. real good Guardians run. There's right way there. better stuff. Yeah. Oh yeah. But <laughs> yeah. I did love that. Yeah. By the way, we'll. Oh, quick, I, well, I love the... Kitty in space. Oh yeah, I, I just love so Kitty cool. Pride. Period. No, but, agreed. That yeah. that's why I was reading it, and the fact that she took over Star Lord's part, I was just like, oh yeah, that's that's really as well. Oh uh, yeah. Yeah, I love Kitty Pride. I don't love that relationship. The, the, that's fair. The one thing in this like this the 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 this fight uh this this conversation between the odinson and hercules and mighty thor is just i am 1000 percent that guy at the bar that bald guy in the bar that's looking back and then going back to his beer going mm, okay nothing for me to see. oh you mean jason you mean 
<laughs> no, no, because uh, Jason Aaron is there. No, that's right. That's right. He's yeah. the bearded bald guy at the bar. Yeah. But this dude is like NoHo Hank over here in the corner. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's just straight up NoHo Hank. <laughs> hey, Barry, just, can you, it's me. Can you no believe that they're fighting over this? <laughs> can you believe that God's in this like, bar? It's like oh, totally my God. oh, my God. Oh, my God. Look at Hercules. Oh, my God. What a guy. <laughs> He's oh actually god. my best friend. He's wonderful. I, th- I thought you were gonna kill me right there. Oh my god. <laughs> no, Hank, the greatest character on television. Right Seriously. Have done best character at Oh my god. So, yes. meanwhile, we come back to Asgardia, where we find Volstag. He has been found. He is alive, though he is clinging to life. He is fucked up. He was <laughs> super fucked up. Oh man. Um. Yeah, he's hurt. Everyone's like, okay um we also checked out asgard ultimate mjolnir is broken that shit's done um something's coming and they have this wonderful conversation where odinson is like look like there is a judgment for the gods the mangog is coming for us this isn't your fight like the fight that you should be concerned with is for your own life and this conversation is so so good. Yeah. And I this know. is close to a conversation in the movie. Like this yeah. is this is close. And I really appreciate this combo. I think it's really good. And he's he basically says, like, you're forgetting Jane, you know, with your obsession of being Thor. And she says, you know, uh she's she says, This is why the hammer chose me. And he says, That doesn't mean you have to let it kill you. She says, if that is what it takes to save the realms, I'm not afraid to die. He says, then don't be afraid to live. I just, I love this conversation. It's, it's so good. He says, you know, the world needs more than just a Thor. It needs you, Jane Foster. All of you. So like a wonderful conversation. So she sends Mjolnir away and she says, Jane Foster does have something left to say. And she shows up at the door of Odin because she will not let this man rest. She, ha- <laughs> she has to show up and just be like, Odin, Odin, <laughs> come out here, what you coward. Fucking queen. God. She just shows up at this God's door and is like, get your pussy ass out here. Get out of here. We're fucking scrapping. We're fucking scrapping. <laughs> I'm gonna fight you in the street. You. I'm gonna That's meet you on the corner God. of third and forty second, and I'm gonna kick the shit out of you. That's not a good you know idea. what a Bloomingdale's used to be? Yeah, I wanna whoop your fucking ass there. <laughs> I wanna use the boards on the windows to beat your fucking head in. To beat your head. And she basically she rallies Asgard, saying that like War of the Realms is burning, and your boy is this your king? He's fucking I love, hiding. I love that. That's all it is. Is this your king? <laughs> that's all it is. It's fucking so tight. Paul rolls up. He's like, you are fucking insane. I'm going to write you all up. You're all getting tickets. <laughs> I'm, this is going on your permanent records. Oh, Every single one of you. That's right. Kids, I don't understand with these kids today. Is he fucking Rooney? Like, yes. Yes. <laughs> um. And all of a sudden, like all of the other Asgardians are just like, fuck, she's nah, right. Fuck, fuck, Cole. <laughs> fuck the Borson brothers, which would be a wonderful bagel shop. 
Boys and Brothers. Boys and Brothers. I feel like those bagels would be a little tough. They would, and they only make one. They only make one bagel. (laughs) They refuse to add more stuff to the menu. And if you eat it, it's going to put you in an Odin sleep for like a week. (laughs) Those are some filling bagels. That's a filling ass bagel. Don't even try. Don't even try the fucking Borson sandwich. Like, oh, oh my, my god. god, it'll kill oh. you. Oh yeah. So even the cream cheese is like, ooh, man, oh, curdled for heavy. days. It just sits. It's just heavy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's just you. It, it, it's not something that you want to try and walk off. That's anyway. Heavy cream, so though. Odin shows up, and he's just like, the All Father has returned. Fuck all of you. And that's pretty much it. That's his message. <laughs> But particularly you, Jane Foster. I love that he comes in to drop a diss track. He's yeah, like, straight up. Yo, yo, oh, I'll father return. What, what he says? Say, Fuck off. And then just like. <laughs> and Cole's just like, ooh. <laughs> and just like wiping his face. Uh, Odin's go, Odin goes like, but I'm not a rapper. <laughs> oh my god <laughs> and so and and then we hear a voice say you're right he's not and freya he's comes not. out <laughs> basically giving the thesis statement of jason aaron's run saying we're all unworthy uh-huh and we see that she's alive that she's doing okay and this this page is just a wonderful act of framing yes because we see freya come out of the doors she passes jane who is still on the doorstep down onto the stairs to address the asgardians and she's like look jane brought me out of my fucking coma like we need to be worthy of her we need to be worthy of the people who worship us she said, I heard that fucking Long Island accent and I knew. <laughs> She's like, I knew there was no escaping it. I was able to smell the fucking grass at Long Island underneath those shoes. <laughs> she says, come stand beside me, my lady, so that I might. And then everyone looks back and Jane has collapsed again. Just amazing shit. And then we get my favorite fucking cliffhanger. This is the best page that Heimdall has ever had it's so and this uh, yeah. is honestly i agree with that. speaking again of course because i've been watching this season this is when episode four fucking running up that hill starts to play oh yeah with the fucking doo, 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 as the war drums are sounding because heimdall gives this incredible monologue he says and so it begins over the eons these all-seeing eyes have watched worlds crumble and galaxies burn They've beheld slaughter, injustice, and tragedy on the grandest, most cosmic of scales. They've seen war after war after war. But what comes next will be difficult to watch. And then there's a thoom as the Mangog arrives at Asgardia. At last, tell them I am here. Little Laos, tell all the gods and heavens that the Mangog has come to send them to hell. Chills. 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 Um, you know what? I would want... Um, can't think of his name right now. Voice of John Kratos. Goodman. No. Oh, Christopher Judge. Christopher Judge is the Mangog. 
yeah. that voice. Yeah. It's yeah. terrifying. Mm-hmm. I am what the gods have made me. Boy. Boy. Uh, <laughs> cha- chapter seven or three. He just boys everyone. Yes. He just, boy. Boy. Uh, chapter seven or three, the fall of Asgard. God. We cut to a few days ago. Jane and Roz are having a little pizza date, which is really fun. Yeah. Um, because Asgardian ain't got pizza. Asgardian ain't got pizza, especially not New York pizza. They got golden apples. They got a rainbow bridge. They ain't got pizza. <laughs> and all of a sudden, Jane's like, I gotta go. And then just a crackoom as she sails off. We get another crackoom as we see Jane Foster's boyfriend, Sam Wilson. Okay. Yes. Yes. Jane, oh my do you God. have any frame for this? No, and I was waiting. So this is the only part of the this run of Thor that I actually know about was just like the fact that Sam Wilson and Jane Foster were together. That's it. That's yes. all I knew. It yes. was only a thing in the Avengers books. It was barely even talked about. Uh huh. And uh and and it's a beautiful thing that is just completely fucking ignored everywhere. And it's a yeah. great relationship. That is such a shame because like they work so well together. Like, it's a hot like, couple. It is a hot couple. Straight up. It is a hot I couple. I love the shit out of the their first interaction too. Fucking oh they're God. like, all right, guys, this after an Avengers battle, Captain America's like, all right, guys, this is a great battle. And he just turns and Thor just full on max on him just grabs his head yeah. and pulls yeah. him in for just the godliest kiss. Yeah, it's yeah. fucking awesome. And then just takes her hammer and flies off. And he's just like, he's just stunned. It's the Johnny? first time you see him really like shook. He's like, oh, uh-uh. <laughs> so yeah, they and are then we also couple. we also get a little like a karadadoom as we cut in with Dr. Stephen Strange. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. Veterinarian. Did Stephen you Strange. did you have any? Did you have any frame of reference for this, Jacob? <laughs> no, and I was so happy. I you should like, read this. You run. need to this... read the Donny Cates Doctor Strange. You oh, will, oh, you will Johnny love that. That is right up you your will... alley. It's, it's the that... very next run after Jason Aaron's. Oh my yeah. god, damn it! Just hilarious. Why is it like it's always after I like get involved with it that I was like, oh yeah, that was pretty good, and then I just leave the the title and go like, all right, I'm gonna go to something else now. And it's always when I leave like a title that it always starts to pick up. Like, and thinking this... about it, it's also very funny that Donny Cates followed Jason Aaron's Aaron? run in both Doctor Strange and Thor. Yeah, and Thor. Yes, that's weird. Very. It's because Donny Cates loves Jason Aaron stuff. Clearly. Oh, hey, yeah. I get it. I'd be the He's same way. So horny for. I want to. I want to play for, in his sandbox for sure. Yes, sure. Exactly. Like this. This. Doctor, like this Doctor Strange cra- uh, cracked me the fuck up. I was just like, "What? He's a veterinarian now? Oh my yeah. god!" He's so they, he comes he's out of the dumpster. He's like, "Dad, the fuck! Get the fuck off me!" All right. <laughs> <laughs> so they, so they mention it later, but uh, yeah, he is no longer Sorcerer Supreme. At this Loki point. is. Loki is the Sorcerer Supreme. What the fuck is and that? He has moved out of Bleecker Street, mm-hmm. and he's got a little veterinary practice. Mm-hmm. That's where you get Bats the dog, one of the Bats! best Doctor Strange uh, side characters. Okay, the, one of the, the greatest side characters in any. One of the greatest of side characters. By the way, I love his look, Doctor Strange's look. Just the the yeah. full beard, the glasses. It's a great look. Like no, not even the like side. He doesn't even have like the the the, the gray, side gray the no. green temples anymore. He's just no. full full daddy doctor here. What if I told yeah. you, Jacob, 
that this run by Donny Cates is illustrated by Gabriel Walta. Uh oh. Uh, what did he do? The, vision. Uh, oh, he did the vision. Oh. Yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. that is mm-hmm. really good. That's... And they have a complete collection of Donny mm-hmm. Cates' run. I have it on my shelf. It's the... been out of print for a bit. Yeah, the, Has it? the bummer. The vision. Yeah, yeah. yeah no, no, no. Um, oh no, of of Cates's uh, Donny Cates, uh, Doctor, Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange. Strange? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. But you need to check it out. It's so good. Right. It's just it's mainly just two stories. It's that first story with Loki, Sorcerer Supreme, and then there's Damnation, which is a big Doctor Strange event taking place in Las Vegas. <laughs> yes. After after it was demolished. After Secret it was Empire. demolished in Secret Empire, Las uh. Vegas rises again because Doctor Strange is like, I want to raise. Las Vegas, and he raises because it. nothing bad could possibly happen from that. But yeah. he raises it with a little bit too much Mephisto, and Mephisto <laughs> is running Las Vegas because awesome. Las Vegas was in hell. Which leads <laughs> to the reunion of the Midnight Suns. Yes. Oh, so it's good. Awesome. Read it. Read it. Read <laughs> it. Read awesome. it. Read it. Read it. It's you, so good. You, you felt it, you had me because because it felt like a little bit of Green Lantern. What is it? Twilight or whatever. Yes, yes. Emerald Twilight. Yeah. It is very Doctor much Strange that. doesn't yeah. go evil. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, Super, more well, evil than he always is. You're right. So we see uh, we cut back to now, where uh, Jane is basically having an intervention done. Yep. Uh, we catch up with her in the hospital room. We've got Odinson. We've got Roz. We've got Falcon. We've got Doctor Strange all there basically giving her the news that hey if you turn into into thor one more time the transformation back into jane will kill you you cannot do this anymore and i kind of appreciate they don't cover it in this specific scene but for later on in the scene um they go through what actually scientifically happened with her cancer yeah how it started how it metastasized and all that stuff and it's like it's it's one of those things that it always bums me out when in uh when in stories they're like an unnamed terminal illness yeah like have the bravery to name it yeah but no no mcgregor syndrome here there we go and so i i appreciated that here um we catch up with uh with heimdall trying his best against the mangog and the man gog straight up blinds this man. So oh, man. sick, dude. With his own sword. With his own sword. It's so sick. His broken ass sword. It's so sick. It's While so it's sick. still stabbed into him. Yes. And Cole shows up right at that point with the Thunder like, It's like, fuck, fuck, oh, fuck, fuck. fuck. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so they try to send him out with the Bifrost. Mangog breaks the Bifrost. So incredible like, bust the bifrost goes back and starts killing them indiscriminately and so we cut back uh dr strange gives her the news and then we see jane like turn and we see mjolnir in the window i oh man um there is a great uh on youtube because again i I'm just going to address it now. Um, Actually listening to... The world has been taken over by Kate Bush and running up that hill. Listening Mm -hmm. to the actual lyrics of that song, that's the Mighty Thor. Yes, it it is. is. Yes, it is. That's the story of the Mighty Thor. Yes. I just hate how overplayed the song is now. (laughs) 
It's a good song. It's I, just it a is. bummer that that's the only reason people know that song now. <laughs> that's true, but I'm just, I'm glad that people know it. Yeah, I don't care I how they know it. Um, one, but to, one, to one, that point, one. there's this amazing. Um, where is it? There's this amazing piano cover of it. It's just this sad piano version of it. Mm. It's by the theorist on YouTube. That shit is Jane's theme. There's no words. It's just this really nice piano rendition of it. I love it. And that's what I hear playing at this moment because Odinson is just like, get the fuck away from her. You're killing her. Can't you see you're killing her? Wretched mallet. And she's just like, I hear you, the man god. We cut back to his guardia, and Mangog is just ripping through everybody. Freya goes to Cull and says, I need the destroyer. And so she takes a hold of the destroyer and engages the Mangog in combat. I love that. It's so so cool. cool. That's so cool. It's so cool. Well, we see Odin hiding like a little bitch in the throne room. There's Mm -hmm. a great close-up of Odin coming up. Yeah, which yes. is so unbelievably good. Um, Thor or Odinson is straight up just like punching Mjolnir punching to try Mjolnir. and get it away. I love it. Um, Falcon's Mjolnir even likes everyone in the room. Yep, lightning strikes everybody to back them off, and Jane's just like, "I need it. I have to go. Thor's needed." And everyone basically tells her like, "You, you're going to die if you do this. Period." And Strange reiterates, like, if you change into Thor even one more time, there will be no coming back. Jane Foster will die. And Roz says the thing that is kind of at the heart of this. Mm -hmm. It's her choice. Gives her her autonomy. She says it's her life. She's got to make this decision herself. Uh, We cut back to the battle. Uh, Fucking Mangog eats the destroyer as uh, and disables freya can i real quick so mangog has this line the goddess who controls you she is weary recovering from her great illness perhaps from a sleep not unlike death she should have stayed in bed so it was this point where in my head i heard benedict cumberbatch's the mangog because it's very specifically benedict cumberbatch's con in star trek into darkness yeah when he's killing the admiral he's like you should have let me sleep like (laughs) it's very much that so that was uh my frame of reference for him just doing his smog voice basically yeah it's it's just him doing smog smog that's a great pull as well and so uh, Mangog starts calling out to Odin. He's like, come out, bitch. I'm on your doorstep, bitch. <laughs> he says, your shoes, whack. Your hair, whack. The way you wear your clothes, whack. <laughs> Me, I'm tight as fuck. I'm tight as fuck. <laughs> and Odin is in the throne room like, he is tight as fuck. I love, I love this. The... The fact that we've mirrored that same image of Odin again, but then we get the close-up of him, and he looks so panicked. Because he knows he's going to die if he goes out there. He's such a little bitch. He's such a little bitch. (laughs) He's such a little bitch. Little bitch. Um, And then we cut back to to Jane, who says, Oh, man. Just promise me one... Sorry. 
just promise me one thing. <laughs> You're all soldiers now. I'm officially swearing you in. Soldiers in the War of the Realms. Make sure our side doesn't lose. And fucking Odinson goes like, yeah, bitch, get out of here, bitch. Yelling Down at Yolmir. Mm -hmm. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> and it flies off. And, <laughs> and Odinson finally decides, right, We don't want get you anymore. <laughs> Just go, Harry. Go. Just go. It's a full Harry and the Hendersons. Like, right? <laughs> <laughs> Mangog is ripping through the Warriors 3 and Call. We see Call absolutely get just bodied. I think he's killed. I can't tell, but he is at least horribly maimed. He's horribly maimed. Yeah. And Odin finally decides to get off, off his ass. He's like, you know what? I wish I could have seen my son. And then Odinson rolls up. He's like, hey, sorry. You're going to have to deal with me instead. Bitch. Mm -hmm. Let's fucking do this. And mm -hmm. I do love this exchange. And he's like, we have a Mangog to kill. He says, how do you propose we do that, boy? He says, the same way we've always done everything, father. With thunder and blood. I had to take over the... Oh, sorry. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> and all the boar damned hell we can muster. And then we get chapter 704 as Odinson and Odin. Hey, real face quick. Face off against Mangog. You guys' version, since it's the print ones and it's a collected thing, doesn't have the Where's Wolverine, right? No. No. Okay. I was, I was curious about that. Do you know what Where's Wolverine is? Is, that, is, that probably, is Wolverine with the Howling Commandos? Is Wolverine or? in here in this picture? Can yeah. you find him? Yeah, where is wolverine uh this is right around the time that wolverine was resurrected that's right uh at the end with of like a costume Marvel Legacy that was one. super cool and should have stayed around for longer i'm gonna say it uh the red and black like the... was really cool uh, oh, I liked yeah, it. oh like okay that. yeah 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 um so wolverine's resurrected and in every marvel book they had a page that was where is wolverine which is wolverine just kind of showing up like in the events in the background of these stories but not letting anyone know that he's there so this one is him literally going to the hospital dropping off flowers for jane foster and then walking away <laughs> It's they're all just one page things. It's I think so I remember this. Funny. It's he, so yeah. funny that they did this for like a month and a half. And he was like, in just every like book. where's Wolverine? Like, <laughs> like where's Waldo? This is literally day? like he where in the world nurse. is Carmen Wolverine though? Oh he walks God. up to this nurse and she's like, Oh, you startled me. He's like, Sorry, heard a friend's been here. Oh uh, heard a friend's been checked in here, Jane Foster. Please see that she gets these is all. And he hands the nurse flowers. And she's like, hold on a minute, sir. There's no card. Do you, don't you want her to know where they're from? As he's walking away. And that's literally the page. It's one page. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> and they did this in multiple Marvel books. And I just think that's so funny. I totally forgot about that until I was reading oh this. I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> Where's Wolverine? <laughs> this this goes back to when we were like talking about like characters we just don't like or something. Or at least favorite Marvel characters. This goes back to why I don't like Wolverine. <laughs> he's everywhere. Yeah. He's everywhere. He's here. He's, he's there. He's every fucking where. He's Wolverine. Fucking, fucking Wolverine. Wolverine. <laughs> would have been a great pick. He uh, would have been a great. He's a little a pick. tall, but he would have been a great pick. Yeah. Uh, we come it's, to chapter 704. The gospel according to Jane. Years ago, Jane is sitting with her mother, 
who has, I believe, the same cancer. Mm-hmm. And yeah. ends up unfortunately passing because of it. It was cute it that they put exactly this exactly like her. Yeah. Exactly like her. It's cute, that, so. it's cute that they put this moment in in the movie too, just for a split second too. Um, in Love and Thunder. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Uh, so <laughs> we cut to now. Jane is dealing with like essentially being stuck in bed. She's sidelined while Odin and Odin's son are getting their bodies one hundred percent rocked by the Mangog. At one point, mm-hmm. Mangog even picks up. Odin's golden throne and just starts smashing him with it. So tight, dude. So good. Um, they are losing badly. Yeah. You cut to another years ago flashback where we see Jane and a young Dr. Donald Blake after her father passed. We cut back to now where uh, Dr. Strange has to go off and do his thing. Uh, Sam Wilson wants to sit with Jane, but <clears throat> Jane sends him away. Look how hot Sam looks. God damn. I know, right? God damn. I love Sam Wilson so fucking much. Jesus. And she asks, you know, where's Odinson? And Ross is like, uh, he had stuff to do. But you know what? He did leave a friend of his behind to keep his company. (laughs) And fucking Thori is sitting in the hallway like, no hammers allowed. Thori Thori all hammers. hammers. Are you a hammer? (laughs) Like just asking hammer. people. Later, yeah. he's chasing that like worker who just yeah, has like a hammer. He's like, no hammers, no hammers. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I love it. Murder hammer, murder hammer. Story is so cute. Oh my god. <laughs> so as the battle rages in Asgardia, and as Asgardia burns, we see Freya is joined by Loki. Or I'm sorry, very specifically Tom Hiddleston. Yeah. Again, yep. Who shows Tom up and basically like, yes, that's right. Because uh-huh. he mentions she's like. Mom, look what I did. I'm a big time magic boy now. <laughs> Mom, I've played in a lot of magic tournaments now. Like I've I've really done it. You know, like I'm I'm top of the league. I'm top of the you league. <laughs> I'm top of the league. And she backhands the shit out of him, which I love. She's like, You fucking tried to kill me, you piece of shit. And he's like, if I wanted to kill you, you would be dead. But look, I just came to say bye. Because Mangarg's going to fucking kill you all. So, bye. And he leaves. Back with the battle. Uh, we see that they have entered the control room for Asgardia. And Mangog sees the controls and destroys them. Sending Asgardia hurtling into the sun. Whipping into the sun. Uh, one more years ago flashback. We see Jane after the death of her husband and son. Is joined by Thor. This is the uh, Quapel Thor. Yeah. Is this one in the, one of the best it, looks? Yeah. This is the is this the J. Michael Shavinsky or is this the one? Yeah. After this that? is this is going to be right after that run because okay. they do. Yeah. She reconnects with Don Blake during yeah. that run in a really like really upsetting issue. Yeah. Where yeah. she thinks like, oh, like I'm, you know, she's been split from her husband and her kid. And she thinks like, oh, I'm going to get back together with Don. And Don is only there because he's looking for Sif. Yep. And yeah. it's really upsetting. Like Super it's a very hard to read issue. Yeah. Um, so this is clearly after that. And so she tells him like, my ex-husband and my son are both dead. Like, where were you? There's so many of you gods running around. Where were you? She's like, I, you know, 
her mom tasked her with finding a god to believe in and she's like i tried but i don't think they believe in us and i don't blame them it's so heartbreaking it's heartbreaking all of this stuff all these like couple page flashbacks do such a good job of building up why jane is worthy yes yeah and it's it's very interesting that we wait until this moment until right before the end to finally get this frame of reference yeah because i i and i think it's because as a reader you don't want jane to die you've seen how worthy she is you don't want this bad thing to happen to her but what all of these things do is show her or show the reader rather that she is the god that she can believe in Uh and why she has to go do the thing that she's doing she became that god yeah yeah uh we see her go to visit her friend bonnie and has her pray with her which was again just really sad and really sweet uh on her way back to her room we hear roz on the phone because something's wrong and jane gets the info that look asgardia's burning is on a path that is going to send it into the sun. People are dying. The Odinson is suffering. There's nothing like, and there's nothing that she can do. Uh, she goes back to her room. She checks her chart. And this moment where she just goes, I would have beaten you, you little cancerous sons of bitches. And then she looks up and Mjolnir's there. Fucking heartbreaking. Fucking heartbreaking. And so Thori sitting there, said, murder? Why are you murder self oh it's like as she grabs as she grabs the hammer yeah and turns into the mighty thor one One last time time. chapter 705 sundown one of the most beautiful covers i've ever seen yeah that i love this so much it's very beautiful many months ago jane is on the bifrost with heimdall oh (laughs) sorry this I just realized what this is. This, and this, she's yeah. And so she's like, look, I'm not, you know, I'm not gonna insult you by lying about what I need to do here. So just send me where I need to go. And Heimdall's like, okay, but I think he would have be better off without this. And we cut to the moon with Mjolnir. Jane in pain sickly walks up to the hammer says those iconic words there must always be a thor lifts the hammer and becomes the mighty thor as she lifts the hammer the inscription changes to fucking cool mm-hmm. yeah does she... she be worthy yeah very neat it's so cool now battles raging mighty thor versus mangog uh she's putting some damage in putting some work in but it's clear that it's not you know it's not without her getting a few licks in as well you get the real long island here the mangog holy crap in hell (laughs) (laughs) now i see why they're all afraid so afraid of this guy just oh so good so good let's hope that melted statue holds him for a bit that won't hold him for long Fuck. So, <laughs> so Odin walks up. He's and this petty bitch. He's like, 
Nothing can stop the Mangog, not even death, not even our deaths. Though you are welcome to die trying, just to be sure. Like, you petty bitch. Not <laughs> now. Yeah, not right. now. He's such an asshole. Oh, man. And so she's she basically says, like, Thor's your only hope. Get all the gods to safety and I'm going to fight him. And Odinson comes out of the rubble. Just like, what are you doing here? You've killed yourself. How could you? Like, uh. Oh, he he loves her so much. And and Odin just going at killed herself. What what is he going on about? And I'm just like, that's what you get. He's the you only fool. one who doesn't know exactly. Yeah. And it's just like that's why you fool. <laughs> so the God, battle I continues hate Odin so much. <laughs> uh, Jane c- continues the fight with Mangog while everyone else begins to retreat. We so get when this- she dies. I want that hammer. Like if she dies, we'll all soon follow. (laughs) (laughs) And as the battle continues, Mangog at one point crushes Thor under this just piece of rubble, and he asks, "Why would you die for such a lost cause? Why would you die for the gods?" And she says, "I die for love." And we get this amazing fucking Shori Yukin uppercut with all of these images of Jane as a child with her parents having wine with Freya walking with the Odinson and ultimately her as the mighty Thor and ugh, the battle continues. She fucking yeets him into the sun. So cool. Picks his ass up so and launches cool. him so again. Cool. A real Superman ass move. 100%. Yeah. I mean, and she's fucking Superman. And yeah. Odin even goes, why didn't I think of that? <laughs> so, yeah. right uh the man god comes burrowing through their ship back to asgardia singed still on fire as he continues the fight with thor thor punches his eye out straight just up so just punches his eye out yeah. and she says uh the man god says so you so yearn to be a god very well you can die like one and she says that was the plan but i shall not die alone and then we hear, I, no slay alone either. And Odinson has returned. It is going to be Thor, Thor and Thor v. Mangog. And then we get this amazing moment where Mangog's doing is like, nothing can kill me, no gods, no all fathers or all mothers, no sword or axe or hammer, no magic, no thunder, no Thor. And Thor goes, you know what? I believe you. And we see her tying something onto Mjolnir, and she throws it, and it does its thing, whipping around and wrapping Mangog in these ropes, or these chains. And she says, these chains were forged by the dwarves of Nidavellir to bind the monster wolf Fenris until the day of Ragnarok. Let's see how they fit a Mangog. And these bindings are also made of Uru. So he ain't getting out of that shit. Yes. And she says, in the end, it was not a god. It was a mortal named Jane, a woman who gave up everything in order to stop you. Remember that. And she pulls Mjolnir close one last time and says, fly true, my friend. Fly like the mighty storm you are. Whips it and throws it into the sun, pulling the Mangog with it and killing the Mangog once and for all. While also also destroying the hammer. Mjolnir. And also killing herself. The rare triple KO. Uh-huh. Uh, just incredible. Absolutely incredible. As Asgard burns in the, in the fires of the sun, 
Odinson's just like, you just killed Mjolnir, you just killed you. He, he says, you're going to change back, you can't, you won't survive. It's like, we, we can't end like this. We need more time. And she says, let's not waste what little time we have. He says, I know not what to say. She says, say goodbye. And they share a kiss at the end of the world. Mm. I love this panel. I love this page. If I could buy a page from this entire run, it would be this page. I know that this page is probably thousands of dollars, but this would be the page that I would buy. Thousands of dollars. (laughs) It's incredible. It's incredible. As Jane returns to her mortal frame, Asgard burns up in the sun. Back on the moon. Uh, all the all the gods of Asgard have retreated. They are alive, if not brutally injured. And all of a sudden, we hear a thoom as the Odinson arrives with Jane's body, bringing us to Chapter Seven Hundred Six at the gates of Valhalla. This cover is incredible. Um, we see the image that Carnilla had foretold of Jane lying motionless on the moon. She's dead. This is the this is the Spider-Man 2 like he's just a kid. Yep. Like it's everybody realizing that oh, it was shit. just Jane. It was Jane the whole time, yeah. And as everyone's panicking, Odin walks off in a huff, which is very important. Uh-huh. And then we just get this blank page. Blank page of nothingness as we see a figure walking through. And it's Jane. Jane has made her way to the doors that we've been seeing several times throughout this run. Uh-huh. She's like, the gates of Valhalla. That, that means I'm... And we hear you as Odin arrives. He's like, it was you all along. And he's just like yelling at her. Just like, you, you stole the hammer. That. You robbed my son of his birthright. His very name. The source of all my troubles for months now. She's like, that's that's not exactly how it. You turned all of Asgard against me. Actually, you did that by all your. You even dared laid your hands on hammer upon me, the holy all father in personal combat. Now that I did do, and I do it <laughs> all again. You, and... you defeated the man god, but no one else in the heavens could stand before his wrath. And all hope was lost. You fought on, even though it cost you your life. Everyone I know and love would be dead if it weren't for you. My wife, my son, my subjects, even me. You fought until your very last breath to save the gods of Asgard. You died a glorious death. Jane Foster of Midgard, you have earned your place among the most Val, uh, venerated, venerated, yes, uh, venerated of fallen warriors. Your eternal reward awaits. Welcome to Valhalla, mighty Thor. And we see Valhalla, we see the Valkyries. It's fucking tight. It looks beautiful. And as they're standing there, she, this, I, so this exchange, I full on started weeping yeah because because she says it's beautiful but she doesn't go in um jacob you want to continue your odin oh yeah um why do you hesitate a great feast is about to begin in your honor 
Be not afraid, you are nothing more to fear from me or anyone else ever again. All who fall valiantly in battle are children of Odin. So tell me, what troubles thee, daughter Jane? I, I wasn't ready. I wasn't ready to die. That, I fucking, I lost it. I fucking lost it, man. Uh, Back on the moon, we see that the healers are trying to do what they can, but Jane's gone. Odin and all the other Asgardians look up and they see that because of the destruction of, of Mjolnir, the god Tempest, the mother of all storms, has been unleashed. And Odin calls it down into himself. Fucking Odinson. Odinson. Yes. Rippling with energy. She has blowing everybody back. Veins. Bah! And he fucking tries to tries to fucking what is it with the little shock? Paddles. Yeah. Yeah. Paddles. Paddle shocker back to life yeah. there. Yeah. Just tries to start her heart again. And Odin just doesn't understand why Jane wouldn't want to go. Because like this is what every Asgardian dreams of dying in battle and going to Valhalla and she's like I just I there's something holding me back and then all of a sudden she starts to feel it she starts to feel pain um she is writhing on the ground and Odin's like wait a second I feel it and back on the moon Odinson just keeps trying and trying to get her up and it's not working and we see it's melting his Uru arm like with Mm -hmm. that much lightning and that much energy and he's just, he's breaking down because he can't bring her back and he's trying. And he's, he all of a sudden hears, they speak the truth. You cannot control the powers of the God Tempest. No one God ever could. As Odin is there, he says, but luckily for Lady Jane, there is more than one of us. And Odin, with the ultimate face turn, joins in Thor joins with Thor to try and bring the god Tempest in to revive Jane Foster. Oh, God. And she gives this... Okay, I want to read this. I just... She says, Life... Life is terrifying. And God awful painful. And hot is all hell, even at the best of times. And this... This place feels like home. Like comfort. So... Why can't I take that step? Why can't I let go of the pain? I guess because I know I had more to give. Because I wasn't done writing my story. Because I wish I'd had just one more peal of thunder. Just just one last crack-a-coon. And we get the crack-a-coon. And Jane Foster lives fucking bawling my eyes out man like Like, uh every everyone is on the page too yeah fucking fandrel is just crying his eyes out staring right at the camera it's kind of uncomfortable yeah i thought that was weird too (laughs) jane foster lives days later old asgard everyone has returned to their old stomping grounds and we see Jade wearing a straight out of chemo shirt. Love that Fucking shirt. Tight, dude. Need Fucking love that it. Shirt. Yeah. Jane Foster is bringing the heat with these shirts this year. Straight up, has always been. 
Uh, but let's also talk about Odin Sun's look, which is real good. Real good. It's basically just like a little like it's a dress shift, down classic Thor, but also a slightly shifted unworthy look. Yeah, he's got the deep V of the unworthy, but he's got the circles from classic Thor. Like it's tight. It's great. I kind of wish this was his Thor look. It's, if you it's nice. if you read um if you read Secret Empire, weirdly enough, this is his look. This is it, yeah yeah because it's supposed to be the unworthy the look, but yeah, yeah. It, it does have the circles. It's, it's literally just this. Yeah, you're right. But uh, yeah, so the two of them talk, and she is alive. She is going to her chemo treatments, and I love that it doesn't just cure her. Like, yeah, I yeah. love that. And she still has to go to her treatments. There's still she's a fight. alive again. Mm-hmm. But she it's a fight that she's not running away from anymore. And the two of them talk about the death of uh about the death of Mjolnir, about everything that's happened. And she hands him this little pebble. This little, little, little rock. That's and he very just heavy. Like, super fucking heavy. And he gives the zounds. And I fucking love me a Zounds. I love <laughs> seeing a Zounds. Hell yeah, Zounds. baby. Oh, he's Zounds. like, so small, but so impossibly heavy. What is this? And it's a tiny piece of Mjolnir. He's like, it's such a small piece and I can barely hold it. That tells me I could never lift the entire hammer, but I'm still not. And Jane gives him the pep talk that he needed. Where she says, there must always be a Thor. That's what I said right before I lifted Mjolnir and was transformed for the very first time. I was honored to carry that mantle for a while. Honored that you bestowed upon me your own name. But it's time you reclaimed who you are. There must always be a Thor. And now, once again, it must be you. I showed you what I could be with that hammer in my hand. Now show me what you can be without it. Show us all. And I just, I love that. Because this has been a parallel story of the two of them. Yes. Mm-hmm. Jane, Fo- Jane Foster finding something to believe in and Odinson learning to believe in himself again. Yes. I, I, fuck, I love it. I fucking love it. It's beautiful. And, and the one through line through the entire run is that they believe in each other. Above all else, they believe in each other. As well as flying. They really love yeah, flying. Yeah, they fucking love flying, man. Yeah. And I and I do love just the the heart that you can feel when he's like, God, so it would be great to fly again. <laughs> and then he gets this idea, which I loved. I remember the first time reading this right before uh-huh. the new Thor uh, series started. And he goes, Hogan, where are those dwarves? And are any of them blacksmiths? Thor, he goes, we murder dwarves? He's just like, no, Thori. We've hammers to build. Very many hammers. Uh-huh. She says, Thor's and their hammers. I get it now. I'll miss the flying too. Though I suppose the skies aren't going anywhere. And neither am I. And she looks back, and we see the shattered ultimate Mjolnir, which is very interesting. Uh-huh. And we get this beautiful spread of just her looking up as the saga of the mighty Thor ends. We got one last epilogue, one last coda. Uh, the mighty Thor at the gates of Valhalla. 
basically two two stories really uh one the tomorrow girls and two the mm. lord of the realms jump by jim Bartel. <laughs> so good mm. really drawn well i was gonna mm. say really like this so we see in ancient times in the age of vikings the thors are beset upon by the goddesses of thunder real quick does ever does anyone does everyone have a favorite goddess um because i'm an elusive guy i uh, never remember their names i'm terrible but yeah. i'm a blonde guy <laughs> blondes. elusive is the one with the mace okay because i'm Which all about the favorite. one with i'm yeah. all i'm all about yeah. the one with that has like uh what is it the the, the axe yarnbjorn yarnbjorn yeah and i excellent. like the one who has stormbreaker excellent yeah. so excellent. Great. great cool all right, right. Perfect. we all know what our type is Good. we're crushing we it right now we're yeah, crushing we it <laughs> and so we find out that the three goddesses of thunder have basically roofied old king thor yeah. <laughs> so that they could sneak into the uh the armory, the vaults of Asgard, mm -hmm. and steal the time stones. Mm -hmm. Uh oh. which is a very specific running thread through a lot of Jason Aaron things, mm -hmm. including Astonishing Spider-Man and Wolverine, which is one of the best miniseries you'll ever read. You guys should read that. So good. So good. I haven't read in a while. I need to reread it again. That is definitely worth a reread and has one of the most heartbreaking final pages I've ever God, read. Yeah. That, so, that for page reference. of Spider-Man sitting at the tree oh, is one of the man. best pages I've ever read in the comic. Oh, man. Oh, still hurts. Yeah. <laughs> so good. <laughs> uh, and for oh. reference, Elisiv is the redhead with the mace. Frigg yes. is the blonde with Stormbreaker. Yeah, I was yeah, I think Atlee that's Atlee is Atlee. with the axe. Yeah. Yes. So they go back into the past. They fight against some uh, trolls. They find Fuckboy Thor still trying to lift the hammer. And they're like, ah, this isn't the fucking Thor we're looking for. They jump forward ahead in time to 2099. Yeah, baby. <laughs> where we see, what the scrag? Thor. They're like, nah, too far, too far. They go back to 1 million BC, where they find the Avengers of 1 million BC. Like, nah, too far back. They're like, I go back and they go to the present day where they find Throg, which is great. Yep. Uh, your girl Atlee wants to eat Throg, Jacob. <laughs> yep. That so would be cute. my, that would be definitely my reaction to that frog thing. So cute. It's like, we should eat it. Yeah. They pop back into the future, the far future, where they see King Thor battling against Black Loki. What? Like, mm -hmm. what? Mm -hmm. My man's over here like, damn, this Thor trying to get at me right now. It's bullshit. <laughs> and I ain't having this shit. Fuck this. I just want to have a nice day, you know, go get an EG or something. It's kind of hot out here in space, you know. It's and the goddesses of thunder are like, fuck this. This is ha hasn't happened yet. We got to go. They said, damn, Loki got a lot of soul. <laughs> and he's super bad. <laughs> so they cut back to the present day. They're like, fuck, we, we're never going to find her. And then Jane Foster comes out. Smacks right into. Right into Ellison, <laughs> right which into I love. Elisive. And just that frame of Ellison, I'm like, Whew. Yeah. Yeah. Whew. Jen Bartel. Jen Bartel should be drawing more stuff. Draws the most beautiful. I literally have Jen Bartel's She-Hulk cover from this week 
sitting right next to me. I cannot it's... wait to go pick that up after we finish recording. Oh my god, that is beautiful. Dude, jo- um, yeah. And that She-Hulk book slaps. That She-Hulk, She-Hulk book is perfect. Love. Rainbow Rowell is crushing it on that book. But holy shit, are the covers so good. And we find out that the Thor that they've been looking for is Jane. And Jane's like, look, I just wrapped up being Thor. Like, I'm still, you know, I'm just a normal person again, going to chemo, having a little bit of trouble, mustering up the courage to get in there. And they talk about how much she inspired them. Eons from now, at the end of time, she still inspires them. They became who they are because of Thor. Yeah. I love this moment, too, where they're like, uh, Frigg goes, uh, we learned how to be goddesses of thunder by reading about you. Is it true what they say you did to the king of the frost giants? And Elsa's like, she hasn't done that yet. She hasn't done that yet. And <laughs> I love that tease. I love that tease. Yeah. And we get this moment where she's where Jane says, I've got my hands full with today. But before I take this next step, can you goddesses of thunder do me just one little favor? And Frigg takes her flying. One more so, time. It's our little William invincible moment here. That's yes. just like one of my favorite yeah. things. <laughs> it's so good. Uh, back at the uh, end of time, back in Asgard, uh, the three are looking over the book of the mighty Thor and they wish they could have told her what was coming because it sounds real bad. Meanwhile, war in Svartalfheim, the dark the realm of the dark elves. Malekith and Curse are walking around. Real quick, uh, music cue for this section of this book came for me when I was listening to random shuffle of Lord of the Rings music and Saruman the White. Just play this. Just play that while this is happening. Hell yeah. It matches perfectly. Oh my (laughs) god. It was really frightening. (laughs) So we see Malekith has returned and he's talking to some people. Talks to this family about their son who died honorably in battle. Well, honorably for the Dark Elves is killing lots of people and even killing some of their own people. Gotta be honest, like, every time I see the word fang, fangrots, I yeah. get a little nervous because it just, I yep. see it too fast and it looks bad. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> every time. I had to read that panel like four times. Which <laughs> again what? makes me really, makes it makes it really funny that all I hear is Connor Goldsmith's voice. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Doesn't that make you beam with pride, Mother Fangrot? Like, <laughs> anyway, so he asks her, like, what boon can I bestow upon you? And they're like, well, we're hungry. And he's like, you know what? We have to ration food, but hey, you have neighbors. You have my permission to eat them. And we just see them just attack their neighbors to eat them. A beautiful day for war. And so he takes the black bifrost, which we now know is in Svartalfheim. Yeah. Sick. Looks so tight. Looks, sick looks so... like Skeletor's sword. I was yeah. just going to say. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. so sick looking. It's so cool. And we see that Curse is essentially the Heimdall for the black bifrost. Yeah. She is there to guard it. And so we see him going through a day in the life of Malekith, going from realm to realm, killing people, killing their children, drinking fire, using it on the dead. You know, the normal things. Uh, We go to Vanaheim, and we see that the war is continuing there. Dario Agar has been sprung from jail, and to his biggest displeasure, had to spend almost an hour 
in jail. The horrors. What a what a shame. What a shame. What a some privilege. Fucking right. Um, <laughs> and we see that the two of them are teaming up to continue to murder the Vanaheim uh, druids. Real sad. Real sad stuff. Real sad. Um, uh, Malkith returns to Alfheim, terrorizes some more of the Light Elves, and goes to heaven, where he says, look, I kept up my end of the bargain. Asgardia is no more. Mighty Thor is dead. Your enemies, which we've established, heaven and Asgard were not on great terms. Uh, like, So you need to fulfill your obligation to me. And then we see that as um, as Jane lay dying, we see Malekith was there. We see that Jane getting out of her most recent chemo, he's there. And he's just like, you should have died because you don't know what I'm bringing to your doorstep. And he goes, I will bring the round. And he, he says, um, now you'll have to watch as all this burns around you. These mortals like to think they are the center of all the realms. <laughs> and so be it. I will bring the realms to them. All the horrors I have to offer. The war of the realms is coming, you mewling mortal infants. We'll see you all very soon. And we get this big old spread of all the threats that are coming to Midgard. Uh-huh. And it gets to be continued in Thor and War of the Realms. Dun, 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 dun. which wraps <laughs> up this week a dun, lot dun, to talk about uh, gentlemen what was your favorite part of this volume and what were your thoughts on it as a whole i'll go to malcolm first it the first time reading this was very hard to read this uh when it was coming out monthly because as i said before jane is my favorite thor this is this is my favorite thor story um and I didn't want it to end, you know? Um, we had had three years of it and it was not enough. I did not want it to end. I wanted more. Um, I, 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 I love this stuff, man. It, it's funny because going back and rereading it now, knowing, you know, where things go, where things have gone for Jane and all that, like it, it's a less bitter pill to swallow, but it was still difficult to read because I, I think this last story specifically is crafted so well. Um, Jane's, you know, raging at the dying of the light is wonderful. Uh, the the turn of, you know, I, I accept that I need, I can't do this anymore, but I have to be the one to do it. Like I'm the only one who can and paying the price and being rewarded for it. Um, is wonderful. I, it, it's it's an incredibly well told story, and it's something that, you know, wh- whatever your disappointments with the movie are, a big misstep that they made with the movie is not having a maybe like a series beforehand of Jane as the Mighty Thor, you know, or a lot of time with Jane as the Mighty Thor, because you can't have that payoff. Um, this this was years of build up. Even for us, this is weeks of build up, you know, but. You know, when reading this in, in issues monthly, this is years of buildup leading to this ending. And it's earned. It's deserved. And you can't do that fast-tracked. It's it's wrong. So um, I, I love this volume. I, I, I love it. I think it's great. Um, favorite bits? Uh, it, it, it might be 
maybe, maybe honestly all the Jane in the hospital stuff, you know, um, I, I think that's just done so well. Uh, it's between that and then the Jane flashback stuff of, you know, flashing back and showing the building to her being worthy. Uh, the things that she's had to fight against in her life, the connection with her mom, uh, you know, uh, all that. It, I think it's it's so well-crafted. This is such a well-written story and a well-written ending. Um, it's it's great. It's great. Jacob? Yeah, to, to emphasize what Malcolm says, that this is this is an incredible like end to this um to this uh this Thor story um it is it's also a very testament to like jason aaron as a writer because of the fact that of like there's so much that happens in this book uh particularly in uh uh issue 700 that's just uh, snippets of things i feel like he had a chalkboard that was just labeled miscellaneous things and then he just put uh post-it notes of like all right so where's the necromsaur being it's pretty much being with galactus and he's fighting <laughs> ego and then there's this other thing with like frog and all this stuff and it was just like how do i put all this together because this is all essentially something that's going to happen in my story and he just touched it i just love that he touched based on every kind of thor you can think about that was like every, there every yeah. little thor um honestly my favorite part is just is the beginning with the war thor because that was just a complete surprise of just like who that was and like how they got there and it re it reflects a lot listeners if you get a chance if you're a fan of doctor who please please get into the revival series because that they're the one of the best moments in that show is this moment called the war doctor and the this reflects a lot um of that from this book to me um, and then issue 700 is just my favorite because of just all the miscellaneous like Thor stuff that like Thra going on and solving this little crime. Uh, uh, my favorite part in that is, is uh, Galactus and Ego fighting with the Necro sword and just passing by it because it was the it was a moment I didn't expect to find and see and I, I didn't really like uh, the idea of the Necro sword that much so to see it in action Whoa. and be passed on. Uh, no, the the sword, not that. Oh, no. right, right, right. Sorry. No, the sword. No, no. We all we're all fans of people around here. It's like no, everyone's worthy. So that's Ooh. why it was like. <laughs> uh, Malcolm just dodged a bullet. Uh, this is like oh, this is like oh, I shouldn't have said bullet. Anyway, uh, <laughs> move on, move anyway, on, continue your point. Regardless, is Jesus. That was so funny. Oh, <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, I feel like I have to say this. We're all POC. I just want to make sure oh everyone understands. Yeah. That was so funny. <laughs> that this is very, very specifically a POC podcast. Holy it really is. That was but, so but, funny. but, but, the, yeah, just to sum it all up, it was just um, the, the end of Thor, uh, poor Jane Foster is just my, um, was a lot. I, I didn't realize how she ended by doing this, like how she committed to being the Thor and being our hero. And like, yeah, uh, it was a real toss up, like of who my favorite Thor when the war Thor appeared. And then yeah. it was a real toss up and then like, Jane just barely made it at the finish line for me. Um, this is great. This is my favorite volume. This collection of the complete collection, volume four of Jason Aaron's Thor. This volume is my favorite that we've gone through. Of it's this brilliant. And this entire story. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, this is this is my favorite part of the whole thing. 
the the war thor the mighty thor this is my favorite i've been waiting to get here um this is an incredible story it's the culmination of literally everything that's come before it and it almost isn't fair that we still have the war of the realms to come after this yeah Um, because it's like guys like as amazing as this is there's something horrible about to happen yeah yeah and it's the darkness hasn't even arrived yet that's scary yeah because our our vision has been so focused here um Mm -hmm. i do love the scale and the scope of it the tragedy of the war thor is incredible um i love all the artists that were brought on for this right they were for the 700 or bringing in like Larry sheedy jim bartell i love getting all of those guest artists in here and it made this feel like a big deal made it feel like an event which i love yeah um honestly my favorite part was jane at the door of valhalla like because i with odin yeah listeners i haven't read this since it was coming out month to month yeah i did not remember how jane came back and in my mind i thought okay she dies here she comes back during the war of the realms so i thought it hit me very hard when she died and she showed up at the gates of valhalla and i was already a mess and when she said i wasn't ready to die like that Aww. it hit me right where i live um yeah it just it, it hit me really hard and then having that moment that culmination that started that started way back in that uh 2014 thor run that eight mm-hmm. issue thor run of odin just being completely dismissive blaming her for everything even you know back when you know jane and thor were together like blaming her for literally anything this coming full circle and him finally uh-huh. giving her that respect that she deserved and that she had earned yeah, boy. she had become worthy of them worshiping her and them to believe in her um so i loved that that was my favorite part but i loved how much they crammed into this this feels like a true finale it feels like the end of all things it feels like this incredibly tragic and heroic story and it's an epic of you know shakespearean levels um yeah and i can't believe that we still have three more parts of the series yeah like yeah. It, how do you top all this uh That's from from, from that and it's just like well there's a war <laughs> and i'm like oh well okay yeah. but before we get to that next part we've got some messages from you which means malcolm what time is it is the mail time baby <laughs> <laughs> thank you that's from malcolm the all black um first up <laughs> hell yeah oh, uh, our first uh email is from michael cox writing back in hey, always man. good to hear from good brother mike uh he writes hey eric and fellow warriors i uh, just wanted to clarify my last email it's completely okay to not like something he wrote to us last week about his feelings on love and thunder and he yeah. really enjoyed it we didn't enjoy it as much yeah. but um he, he wanted to make a point real quick saying, you know, I was more so getting at the amount of toxic negativity that is arising in the MCU fandom, which is absolutely fair. Yeah. Uh, the MCU fandom is incredibly toxic. Oh, yeah. Um, yes. yeah, yeah almost yeah. as much, Very. if not more, as the Star Wars fandom. 
hate to say it it's just the truth yes uh it is bad and people need to get off their high horse about shit but uh he writes speaking of the mcu how do y'all feel about the miss marvel change jacob are you aware of the miss marvel change no i'm not unfortunately okay Okay. do i do i need to know Uh, (laughs) do we want to talk about this for the rest of this question (laughs) is kind of um important for that okay should i just take off these head buns and just like just like just say yes because are you planning on watching miss marvel are you planning on watching it um because i think we talked before that you were kind of hesitant because if you're not planning on watching it i'm just gonna tell you what it is is but if you're planning on watching it i don't want it spoiled for you is this thing you're gonna mention is it worth watching it for this I mean, I really enjoyed the show. This was just something that was tacked on at the end as like the big reveal for the show. Oh, oh okay. it happens in the I last. I did not minutes. really enjoy the show, and so it's I... not gonna ch- it's not gonna be the deciding factor on whether you watch the show or not. Okay, that's yeah. what I'm saying. Okay, that's fair. Then then maybe I would like to hear because maybe it it, it may it, just it, call your perception of what you see if you do watch it. Okay, right. exactly. Really? Okay. So that's... I guess if you if you're planning on watching it, then take the earbuds out if you're not planning on watching it and you're okay with us spoiling it feel free well let's and folks, okay spoilers you if spot. you're listening and you yeah. haven't watched ms marvel yet yes spoilers okay. spoilers spoilers for that. Go, go ahead like give me the thumbs up when you're done i'll, I'll, cool. I'll actually okay. spend time to watch it how about all that? right okay. i'll sounds come great. back next week with an opinion how about that yes okay. love it that sounds good love okay it. i'm gonna do it right now wait and... then do we do we want to save this question for, for next week then if you're gonna watch it this week do you want to just save the question for next oh. week will you have it watched by next by next week there's only okay. like what five episodes? Six, six episodes. Oh yeah, then yeah, we could. I could do. I could okay, so then Mike, we are okay. going to hold off until next week for this question, but we will keep this email and we will read it next week. Thanks for sending in your question, Mike. Damn <laughs> sexy ass question. <laughs> um, we also got a question from Cole from the Critical Rants YouTube channel. Go check out Cole's channel. It's amazing. He's wonderful. Hey, Cole. Um, He's he's incredible. Go check out and subscribe to Critical Rants. Uh, he writes, Hi, Eric, Malcolm, and Jacob. I hope you're all doing well. It's been an absolute blast to listen to you discuss this amazing run over the past few weeks. So thank you for bringing so much enthusiasm to the podcast every Friday. I thank have, you for listening. <laughs> I have two questions. My first question is, what is your favorite badass Mighty Thor moment from the run? So let's start there. Oh, man. Um, I mean, for me, it's kind of a tie. I talked about it in the original Thor run, the just the make way for the king moment where she's just like on rocks on island and just getting rained on with gunfire and it's just bouncing off of her is dope as hell. And then this moment in this when she wraps the Mangog and Mjolnir and sends Mjolnir into the sun. Um, Those are my two favorite moments. What about you guys? uh my favorite badass moment isn't necessarily badass but it's all the it's her saving so many people during the during the contest yes in Asgard she are yes the um, challenge of all, the gods yeah, yeah all of those moments of her saving people in the challenge of the gods like her like stopping the tidal wave um it's it's all those human moments that she has there oh um, yeah even down to there's that panel of her like cradling all like the dead bodies in the famine uh, yeah, challenge, right. and she's like, I, I forfeit. Like, please just stop this. I that's that's my favorite moments. Jacob, 
um, I gotta say her first battle with the with Roxxon in the in the Frost Giants when she's in that room oh, by herself yeah. and Mjolnir's yeah. like caught in like in Daria's yeah. little safe room and stuff yeah, like she's that. Just wailing on that, Hell yeah. that yeah, that battle, that first battle is the first time I was like, oh my god, she's gonna get hurt. She's uh, she's separated. And like uh, I was like really scared in that thing. And also the uh, the Mangog fight, just the whole thing. Yeah. The Mangog fight is it's dope as hell. Is, is so cool. It's such a Superman versus Doomsday like battle that it's just yeah. it's it's it, it's, it's like unstoppable if, force and movable object. Exactly. You know, that's really I always love that. I always yeah. love that analogy. It's a great dynamic battles. Yeah. So Cole writes, my second question is, what character would you have liked to see team up with the Mighty Thor that she never teamed up with? Oh, which is incredible because yes she was around for three years four years yeah it was about three well because this happened in 2018 i read somewhere yeah because this is this is the beginning of 2018 because that new thor book starts beginning of june in 2018 yeah and she came around 2014 so four years 2014 so so in the four years that she was around she didn't get to team up with as many people as i would have liked yeah yeah um what what's somebody you would have liked to see her team up with oh my goodness you know i'm always a big sucker for for uh a marvel team up so i would have loved to see her and spider-man like get together at one point like have an actual team up yeah yeah actual team up that would be kind of cool to see like something like that um i'll I'll say one that i would have loved because it was happening around the same time as this as well all new wolverine yep having jane foster and laura kinney yep two legacy characters yep or like a two-part crossover would have been yep. amazing mm-hmm. oh yep. i know uh it would have been cool because this would have been right around the time when like the thing and and the human torch were just a solo book marvel right? two and one yeah great book those that that i would have loved to see ben Grimm and 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 johnny storm with the mighty thor in just i was some thinking sort of ben Grimm. yeah i was thinking ben Grimm. i yeah. think that'd be really interesting because i was thinking like the counter, the counter for like mm-hmm. she hulk versus she hulk you know that would have been something but Honestly, Ben Grimm is the other the other side of that that I would want to see. Yeah. So, so my answer actually would be Hulk uh, would be Jen Walters instead yeah. of just a fight. If they actually had a team up, because mm-hmm. I think they're both a very interesting parallel at this time. Yeah, for sure they are. The person trapped inside the body, and like one can't control what the body is doing and one can't control like they both can't control what the body is doing yeah but one has control over who they are and one doesn't have control over who they are and i think there's a really interesting parallel there that yeah. would have been a really awesome like two-parter that would for sure cool. uh so yeah thank you cole for writing in for that and we have one more email Thanks, from, <laughs> from our good brother adam stringfellow always hey, good to adam. hear from adam how you doing uh he writes hey team Hope y'all are having a decent week so far. I've taken your advice and started this Thor run from the beginning that y'all recommended. I'm now starting to see why Thor means so much to everyone. Still not my favorite corner of the Marvel Universe or one of my favorite characters. Those honors go to Spidey, Daredevil, and Captain America. Great picks. Uh Great picks. But I now see the appeal of him and more importantly, Jane. For my question this week, I wanted to ask y'all two questions. My first one is this. In terms of the idea of the concept of civil war, more so the movie than the comic in terms of getting to the point, which side do you think was right, Cap or Iron Man? Personally, (laughs) I side with Cap, 
while yes i do agree that would that there should be some oversight when it comes to superhumans too much of that and you get the ultimates which is probably the worst case scenario of the versions i've ever seen also i respect tony but we probably shouldn't have a rich white guy that can get off scot-free from creating ultron be making all the decisions for us so i'll go first because i think you do have to separate the movie from the comic yes because they're yeah. both very different in the way that they treat this when it comes to yes. comic 100 percent anti-registration no question yes yeah. yes when it comes to the movie it is much more gray which i really yes. appreciated from the movie yeah um i think there are good sides for both of them however uh, the fact that the MCU does take so much from the Ultimate Universe does lead me into sticking with Team Cap. Yeah. So that's, that's me. Right. Malcolm, what do you think? Uh, I I am not a big fan of the comic event Civil War. I think it's poorly written just because no one was interested in telling pro registration stories. Nope. So no one was interested in putting that in a light that is relatable or understandable. Yeah. They to just the all least. come off as fascists, which is a sign of, you know, how blue uh, Marvel comics were at that time, you know, in general, which is kind of cool. Yeah. Um, it was a very liberal time. Uh, For sure. But um, the movie definitely does a better illustration of providing both points and showing that honestly the correct side is iron man's side i think Ooh. i think they do a pretty good job of showing that that should be the correct side now things are gone about wrong i think again they take it too far on that side not as far as they did in the comics but i think tony is not the right person to be no, leading that side not. but there is a very good argument for okay there should be some reining this in um there should at least be a second conversation about uh and i civil war is my favorite marvel movie um i think it's the best one uh the fact that they took the main character of captain america and made him basically a terrorist for the movie is kind of fucking awesome <laughs> he's, he's pretty much just treated as a terrorist yeah like that whole movie which is yeah. kind of incredible it is incredible. um i think i it, it's it's the best marvel movie purely because they took that, that's the only Marvel movie that took what was in the comics and actually enhanced it and made it like 20 times better. Because um, I think Civil War is such a messy story. It is. In the comics. Yeah. But they condensed it, cleaned it up, and made it a lot better for the movie. Um, it's, it's, it's the best Marvel movie. <laughs> Jacob, how do you feel? God, this fucking question always plagues me every time we do any kind of comic book thing. It's just like, it's like, Who where do you side you in Civil War? And it's Who just like, side are you on? Exactly. And you know what? My response is the Howard the Duck response, which is basically, I'm just trying wow. to live. I'm just trying to get through. If I was a superhero in this, this is the way I, I perceive it, is if I was a superhero that isn't very popular and and a d-lister or something like that and has this predicament in the comics i'm gonna i'm gonna reference this from from the comics side is that it's like it's too messy it doesn't uh necessary i don't mind registering myself to be at least known for like at least like uh known through the government to be like oh there's this one guy that's just like that does this and it's like yeah but going beyond that and actually just like having to be, you know, uh, um, regulated and like you're now government property and all this other stuff is what I'm against. But also like the but we're also in, you know, this country that we have that we sort of kind of 
feel is for freedom for all. So it, I still love the justiceness of like trying to trying to help people, but not being pulled by regulations and stuff. It's very much I I feel it's very much like the boys to me in the sense of just like you pick mm. and choose uh, your moments of what what uh, of what makes you a hero and stuff. Yeah. Um, so I'm indecisive <laughs> in, in, this, in this because like I, so we've got but, one on each side and one in the middle yeah that's that's kind of where I sit in the, the middle of it I'm very neutral when it comes to like that kind of specific uh, um, kind of specific like issue yeah, yeah. so set, he says his second question is this how do you think mutants should be introduced in the MCU? And how do you think they'll explain the persecution of mutants in a world that seems more or less cool with living among superhumans, gods, and aliens? Would love to hear y'all's answers to these questions. Take care, and I'll catch y'all in the next chat. Best, Adam. Can I go uh, first here? Yeah. Take it. Yeah. Mutants in the MCU. Here's a very easy way that they could do it. The nice thing is the comics have done a very good job of setting up how to do that perfectly over the last couple of years. 100%. You introduce the mutants that they've always been around and that they're just living on Krakoa. Boom. And no one remembers mutants. Done. Xavier mind wiped everyone so that no one remembers mutants and they're just living on fucking Krakoa. That's it. I've had a pitch for a very long time on how Ooh. to do it. And Oh. it's it involves some fuckery but it does i think open a door for how they could do it in the mcu um i'll tell you guys off mic about this but it's, mm, it's yeah. something that i do think i is... smell an episode <laughs> a pitch <laughs> episode a pitch? Mm, yeah, yeah i've, I've been known to do a pitch in my time yeah it's uh it's <laughs> i i think malcolm's right on the money um, I do think that Krakoa should be involved. All the rumors recently have been that the first X-Men movie is actually going to be called The Mutants, which is interesting. Mm. Stupid. It's, you know, whatever. That's dope. Um, That's dope. It's called House of X, you cowards. <laughs> as well. And the Call sequel, House Powers of, of Ten. There, there you uh, go. Exactly. Or actually, <laughs> Powers of Ten will be the international title. Uh, oh, there you go. That's good. Uh, I like that. Yeah, yeah. That's, and then the sequel funny. could be Ten of Swords. There we go. Uh, so <laughs> now we got it. We yeah. got them. Uh, so yeah, that's how I would introduce them. I would introduce them as something that has been around, but maybe for some reason has been possibly covered up. Mm-hmm. Maybe by themselves, maybe by somebody else. Who knows? Mm-hmm. Um, uh, yeah, I think there are lots of ways that you can do it. I think that if you're in the know, we've seen it. But uh, we'll see. We'll see. Uh, uh, Jacob, how would you bring mutants into the MCU? Just fucking put them in there. Who cares? Like, Perfect. it's just, it's just, just <laughs> yeah. who, who yeah. cares? Just who just, cares? Everyone knows put, who the fucking X-Men are. Yeah, exactly. Like, and just it's just it. like, and the if you really want to like merge them in there, I like the idea of like, it's starting to become a thing. Like the mutants is like, it's the beginning of the mutant uh, um, gene genealogy just starting to develop now mm. um, and I, I like the idea of like some sort of big event that happens in whatever X-Men movie that they first introduce that kind of splits everybody about mutants you know in the sense of like uh, 
uh, um, those who are for it and those who are against it. Like like any of like any of these superhero movies, because of like especially with the Avengers, you know how how uh, how Age of Ultron, regardless of how you feel about it, it did bring up an issue of the fact of just like. Um, uh, which is later in civil war the whole like well you guys fucked up this country and everybody is a little like um hesitant about you and it's a little it feels like we need to restrain you a little bit so that kind of feels something that they would just do with the mutants as well um yeah. but um the krakoa accords yes exactly so uh, it it really doesn't uh, it, but for me i just like you know what uh, you're already focusing on the young avengers and kids in these movies so i don't really care what you do um because it's at this point where like just put it i'm more concerned about the fantastic four at this point uh, i uh like yeah i think they need to do the same thing with the fantastic four the fantastic four uh, just always been around yeah, exactly. Like they were a thing in the '60s, and then they disappeared, and then they. God, they better back. be a fucking period piece. I hope so too. <laughs> Jason Sudeikis has thing. Hey, listen, this is Con Weekend. Anything can happen. Anything could happen. Anything but if they announce that Sam Raimi is directing a Fantastic Four movie, I will come. Shut the front door of my dreams. Oh <laughs> okay, my God. you can have Sam Raimi. Directing oh. Jason Sudeikis as the thing. Jason Sudeikis oh as the thing. Everyone on the Jackson Harper me a dollar. as Fantastic. Literally Four. everyone as, as Mr. Fantastic. Yes. Like, yeah. Literally um, everyone on on the internet owes me a dollar. Oh yeah. I'm gonna get rich this weekend. Oh my yeah, god. So that'd be awesome. Fucking funny. I really there's, there's no one who should do either the X-Men stuff or the Fantastic Four stuff more than Sam Raimi. Oh I god. disagree on the X-Men, but on the Fantastic Four, absolutely. I, I think I, he would just make it like comic booky. Like I, he would stop trying to do the X Men as like cool. Yeah, <laughs> you I, know, I, like right, I agree that, that he, he should continue books. Doctor Strange or fan, move to Fantastic but Four. I, I fuck, agree. I'd that. kill for him on Fantastic Four. It'd be so fucking. Yeah, I think he'd so be great. Cool. I'm still so holding out that. hope that one day we will get an Edgar Wright X Men movie. <gasps> but I think he would absolutely crush it. <sighs> Especially out, out of the most out of the recent films I've seen him do, like this isn't just speaking from from Eric Azana, Scott Pilgrim versus the World, fucking super fan. This is from yeah. looking that objectively be, at his filmography. That would be yeah. interesting, like Baby Driver with and, a yes, like yeah. him with a young group of mutants. Yeah, yeah going yeah, yeah. off for their like first like. like I think together. he'd be good for a new mutants movie. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, but you can I don't know about way. That's Honestly, I, I think you could also, since we've got Miss Marvel, fuck it. Let's do a Champions movie and Ooh. give me Teen Cyclops. Hey, instead, <laughs> let's actually just call it the Young Avengers, though, because fuck being called the Champions. Just let them be the fucking Young Avengers. But the Champions are good. I like that. Yeah, but they should have just been the Young Avengers. Just call I, I think it's Avengers. unfair that Ms. Yeah. Marvel and Miles were Champions and not Young Avengers. I think it's really unfair. I don't know. I I I think it's <laughs> I think it's because the the name is somewhat derivative. Because they're colored. They wanted... No. <laughs> no. That's why. Cyclops was never a young Avenger. He was a champion, and he's a cis brave white boy. Like there's nothing cis brave white boy. <laughs> like there's nothing about that. Okay. I love it. Oh my god. The point is, anyway. the point is, Adam writes, P.S. 
Eric, yes, I've read Superman Smashes the Clan, and it's also one of my favorite graphic novels ever. This is the book I tell everyone to check out if they don't get Superman, and anytime I need to read Damn an right. adventure that makes me smile for a bit, I always open this book. Damn right. Damn yeah, right. Yeah. Great looking fucking book. Hell yeah. Gentlemen, next week, we are done with the saga of the mighty Thor. Aww. Next week is a lot of hammers. Next week is a lot of hammers. A lot of hammers next week. Um, this is going to be continuing the uh, the Jason Aaron saga, but the Odinson is back to his seat as the mainline Thor. Oh, um, next week is a wedding, isn't it? Next week is a wedding. What? Sure That's you're right. All, uh, you're all done up and you bring your corsage. That's right. Next week we have to get dressed up. I forgot. Next week we have to get dressed up. What, We've been what? invited to the Black Parade. We have. Oh, <laughs> Make sure you bring all of your eyeliner. Yeah. Oh, um, oh so yeah, I know. So do I need uh, to go next... to Hot Topic real quick or something? Yes, but you've yes. got a week, so you've got time. Oh, okay. All right. uh, so next week, we're going to be reading Jason Aaron's Thor issues one through 11. That is going to take us all the way up to War of the Realms. Synopsis goes like this. Thor Odinson regains his mantle and with it, a wild new world of trouble. He may not have Mjolnir, but he has hundreds of new hammers, and he's going to need every last one of them to stop the unstoppable Juggernaut. What? Then <laughs> the Sons of Odin ride again as Thor is reunited with his long-lost brother, Balder, to face <gasps> the fire goblin armies of the Queen of Cinders. <gasps> War is raging across the land of the dead, but might peace come from a marriage made in hell? With Hela as the bride, which brother is going to be the lucky groom? Plus, Loki, Thori the Hellhound, Scourge with a really big gun, Valkyries, and in the far, far future, King Thor meets Old Man Phoenix and takes on Doctor Doom at the end of time. Lots of stuff happening Look, next week. Lots of stuff happening next week. What the and that's fuck only the tip hear? of the iceberg. So next week, Thor Odinson rides again. We're going to hell and everywhere else as well. So once again, Thor issues one through 11 next week. Be there or be square, not a circle. But for now, for the Geek Explained Book Club, for the Days of Thunder, I've been Eric Azana. I'm Malcolm Russell Nelson. And I'm Jacob Brown. And we will see you next time. I love you, Jane. Stay worthy.